So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. This is our Halloween Horror Nights 28 wrap-up that will finally possibly be released before the first Halloween Horror Nights 29 house announcement is made. No guarantees that it will happen. I am Matt, <laughs> and joining me tonight, just like the old days, back when we started this whole thing, is my co-host, Quint. Hello. It is just the two of us tonight. 28 is a lot to talk about. Quint also did a few things that we, or you haven't done in the past. And of course, right. if you hadn't done it, we hadn't done it together in the past. Karen is in the midst of her wedding planning. I don't even dare call her right now. I'm not saying, don't take that as a, as a bridezilla. Let's just say I know my sister and I know I should really just not bother her until April. Yeah, we know your sister and <laughs> bridezilla. No, no, no. I did not say that. <laughs> You you didn't say it, I did. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, man, like I said, there is a lot to talk about. I there really is. I really don't even uh, know where to start. I I don't know where to start, but I think I want to start with with one of my major highlights for the year. And I think my major highlight for one of my major highlights for the year was my brother in law Raul yeah, joined yeah. us. That's in my notes. And, Absolutely. And. We took him through, and I'm not even going to say which one. We'll get to that when we go through the list. But he, he, I, I've told him about this stuff, and I've kind of talked to him about it, mostly when we were drinking. And so he needed to get away from work and came with us and didn't really understand what he was getting into. He thought theme parks. He thought rides. He thought those types of things. And um, it was to my amazing delight that we put him in front of us when we went through our first maze. Holy shit. I bought him his ticket and I bought him his express pass. And that first two minutes was worth every penny I spent. Yeah. That guy had the shit scared out of him so bad. It was awesome. And that's really I, where the, the real beat of my notes start is, is the fact that one of the, one of the things, and that's kind of what was in my entry that you got to do this year was introduce somebody new to Halloween Horror Nights and you pretty much took the lead on that. I mean, I obviously knew Raul was coming. Knew he was going to spend the night with him. He was, he was staying the night at my house. We had to pick him up from the airport, the whole nine yards. But you really took lead, uh, leading even up to the event, telling him even that it existed, explaining what it was, getting him interested in it, and then convincing him to come down, which by the time you're done describing it, for most people, doesn't take a lot of convincing. But you got him down here. So you... Yeah. And without getting to the very end of his story, you easily created a lifelong Halloween Horror Nights fan this season. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Um, so so he's a little backstory for him is like he loves horror movies. He absolutely loves horror movies. His family, his wife and his two kids absolutely 
despise horror movies and will <laughs> not watch them. So he never gets to watch horror movies. And when he does, it's like the wife and kids are out. He's tired. He's like, so he'll watch a horror movie or two. And then he can't share it with anybody or talk to anybody about any of it. But he's so, yeah, we got to talking and, and I didn't, this is a part of him. I didn't realize. And I was like, Oh, you need to come to Orlando with me. And yeah, I was super happy that he was able to come. That was fun. Yeah. And we're going to definitely talk about that. Another thing that leading in, which will, again, this is all preface into to explaining and giving our opinion and review in the sense of the event. This is the, along with it being the, one of the longest stays you've had in Orlando in a, in a few years that you've, I th- you've mm-hmm. come down this length of time before, but never during Halloween Horror Night. So this is your first right. many multi-night visit to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And I I have to say, I, I don't know that I'll ever ha- be able to go uh, one at a time again unless you <laughs> unless you leave Orlando. <laughs> What's frightening is like after 30 with what I have in the works, 30 might be the last time for like five or six years I'll be able to go multi-nights. I like will have to plan my life and what I'm planning to do around being able to just go one night. So this is kind of a scary transition we're coming across. I know. Um, yeah, I was, I was there five nights this year and, um, it's, uh, it really, really does change the, the way that you see the event and the way that you, um, get to interact with the, the event, uh, itself. I think it's, it's a very, to me, it's a very, very different feel than the, the years where I was going once or twice a season. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, it's a different experience, which we're going to get into, yep. but before we get started, one more thing I want to mention, probably the scariest moment before we even stepped into the park was the day I picked you and your wife up from the airport and we were wearing the same fucking shirt <laughs> of the, you and I, and maybe Dave from Swick, probably the three people I know that have the most t-shirts <laughs> ever per individual. Somehow we managed to wear the same fucking t-shirt the, the day you land. We were wearing the same t-shirt. We were wearing the same shorts. We were wearing like, it was just like. Fuck it, I'm changing as soon as I get to Matt's house. But yeah, if any, and if anyone wants a picture of that, it was a, it was a SpaceX F9. Yep, logo shirt, cargo and that's a, pants, and that's a, cargo shorts. Not, not only was it the SpaceX shirt, it was the but F9. you and I both have three SpaceX shirts. <laughs> I have four now because okay. another one's been released since our since your last visit, and I still managed to grab that one up out of my 200 T-shirts. On top of that, that I own, or however many there are, there's probably more than that, to be real honest. <laughs> oh, God. It was, it was just, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah our wives did not. I was gonna say, yeah, and who it. noticed first? Our wives. No, no. Yeah. We didn't. We wouldn't. We would have <laughs> driven all the way there, stopped at Wawa, gone to a brewery, then got home and went, oh, hey, look, we're wearing the same no, shirt. We're wearing no. the same shirt. No, yeah. they, see it in the fr- they don't no. even say hi. They say, ah, you're, you're both wearing the same shirt. I'm like, well, yeah. not, not for long. <laughs> oh god <laughs> so that was pretty that was normally i wouldn't you know that's just a story in passing but for some reason it was really fucking funny this season it was great minds think alike and so do ours exactly so well that was that was your arrival i think that was a you came in on a was it a saturday or we came in on saturday yeah, so we waited then, till the next day when raul landed Yep. And then went, and then, I mean, we hit the ground running. We, we did our usual 
made a day at the park, but we didn't do. I mean, we knew 10 houses. I prepped you for how much there was to do. And, and we wanted to make sure Raul went through everything at a enjoyable pace. And we weren't rushing right. through any scare yeah. zones. So we were at the park all day, but we, I don't think we did shit. I don't think we went on one ride. We just we weren't there we weren't at the park that long. Oh, I mean, a, oh, I yeah, we right, showed true. up at like three o'clock, right? Maybe. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, Cause Raul was, yeah, he landed that day. So yes, I, my, my, yes, my memory is a little skewed by that. So, but we did go right from there to the park so that we got the early entrance yep. and uh, we did that in Springfield as is yep. our tradition. Yeah, we, we went to Springfield. Um, he got something to eat because he was hungry yeah. after the plane. And uh, we met. We actually met Mama Mel's there. We did. We, yeah, we had uh, our early uh, <laughs> pregame number one or two, maybe at that point with her. Oh, she wasn't drinking. She was heading yeah, into her shift. But yeah, we, were, yeah. we, we weren't going nope. to work. So <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting because... Um, she forced me into a selfie, and I didn't figure it out until a little later what that was for. Yes, because you're not a, I wouldn't say camera shy. You just don't want your picture taken. It's pretty simple. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like my picture being taken. It's just one of those things that it's it's one of my things. I don't like it that much. Um, I don't, uh, I, I'm so freaking sexy. It's just like, I think people. Are <laughs> yeah, <stealthy>. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, I just don't like it. Anyway. Especially in your um, F9 shirt. uh but yeah um yeah she used that to distribute to her (laughs) cast and uh, basically just target me that's true that's true which was fun though in the end it was was, it's great um it actually actually kind of uh i have to say kind of it, it it shifted my list a little oh okay i could see that i could totally see that it, it yep. really did because it gives you. We'll get into that when we get to yep. the to the talking about what we did. Yep. So um, yeah, from there we went. I mean, we ate. We're inside now. We wanted to go wait outside to get change the scene a little bit. Went over to Duff Gardens. Ran into Dan, who is a gentleman I had met last year, who's been a listener, I think, pretty much since we started. So that was cool. Uh, he also bought us beers. Let's not forget that. So thank you again, Dan, publicly for that. Absolutely. Uh, it was really nice to meet Dan. I think uh, that was also one of my major notes for this year. It's like I met so many people this year. And I, I, didn't, think that yeah, was, I didn't write that down as a kind of a, a first, but you're you're right. You you definitely uh, ran, you put a lot of faces with Twitter handles and whatnot that exactly. this year than any other year. I think that was it was solely due to the fact that I went multiple nights, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's oh, that's law of averages. Exactly. And, and I, I met a few people the first day and a few the next day and then a handful the next day. And it was just, um, yeah, it was, it was super cool. I, I'm yeah, I, I got, I followed what, I don't know, six or seven new people on Twitter. Yeah. I met a whole bunch of people. It was, it was really cool. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Dan was the first to buy drinks. So he got a special shout out my notes. Yeah. That's one I yeah. remembered till February. And he was the first one that I saw that got uh, a lanyard that year or that night. Oh, yeah. The first one you saw. That's right. Yep. <laughs> I know you've been giving them out before that. Yes. But. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. You know what? It's funny. I forgot about that. But uh, oh, shit. yeah, that we handed that we kept handing them out. I, I do have a note later about uh, that. But shoot. Yeah. I forgot that. Uh, that's, that's It's been a while. If we're, let's before. Okay. <laughs> let's just do this real quick. Let's let's jump to the end of your weekend. And 
talk about the dreaded HHN plague, which is I've now learned is a brutal bitch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there was one day uh, while you were here. Oh, it was like you no know, third to last day that you were here. And I said, I just, I, we were in the midst of go, 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 go. And we just got to the house. I said, guys, I just have to lay down for an hour. Something's wrong with yeah. me. I don't know what. And I did. And I got up and I still wasn't hundred percent, but I was better. You left, you left the last day of Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. But the day that you, that that I left, Uh you woke up feeling like shit. And then that's, yeah. So I was your last day. It has, I like this. It's, it's, it's over. It's there. This it's, it's in, it's kicked in. I think my body said, okay, you're, you're not go, go, go anymore. It's fine. You left. We took you to the airport. I went home, passed out, felt like crap. Woke up, said, there's no way in hell I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights, even though it's the last night. Pick up my phone, look at Twitter, and say, all right, I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights, <laughs> which was the biggest mistake at oh, my age, <laughs> in that condition I was in to go. One of the reasons we had not done a show in the rest of November and December, and then I kind of tried out my voice in January, is because I had got, without getting into much detail, I got true laryngitis, which I always thought I had had laryngitis before until the fact that my voice would not actually make a sound, and I went to a doctor and found out what real laryngitis was. On top Mm -hmm. of that, I got bronchitis and left the doctor's office with four prescription drugs. To all this and my voice in fact you'll probably hear it tonight as we go on will not hold out great towards the end of this it's it's it took really two months into the point where i could actually talk through an entire episode of the length that we do for catacombs moral of that story is when you get to be my age i know a lot of young people still in their 20s and early 30s that i I'm jealous of completely as listen to the show. You're fine. But if you're of my age and you're sick and your body says, don't go to something, don't go because it might right. possibly come close to killing you. Good guy. Yeah, yeah. That was terrible. You were down for the count for a, you weren't even brewing beer. That's how bad it was. I had not brewed. I really have not brewed in uh, all of December or January, which yeah, is, it was just, yeah. Considering what's happening is, 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 that's that's not good. So yes, that's yeah. if not to make excuses because it's not. But I will say I could I literally could not talk. In fact, the last story I'm going to tell about this when I finally when my my vocal vocal cords started to unswell from the laryngitis part of it, and I could talk. I was like, okay, I am, and I hadn't been eating anything worth a damn. I was like, I got to eat something. Uh, closest food place, easy, quick, fast food place here is Chick Fil A. I, I drove over there. I had enough of my voice to go. A number one with a Coke. And then she's like, I'm sorry. Could you say that again? I was like, a number one (laughs) with a Coke. And it's like, that was it. That was my voice for the rest of the week, three days. I had nothing else left. It was not pleasant. It was not pleasant. And uh, I kind of tested out how much I could talk with Jordan about Singapore because I knew I was running out of time. He was about to ship out to, uh, uh, out of, uh, japan and probably wasn't gonna be able to get on a mic until halloween hard nights 29 and 9 for him so right that was my test i made it through but i was like i know i need another couple weeks and then it, it scheduling became another issue with other things going on but that was the delay well, uh, and you know anytime the holidays hit it's, exactly it's hard yep. to get people yep. together and, and and stuff so yeah. but here we are here, here we, we are, are. 
February. Yes, which is fun. I know, which is really funny because we kind of made a big deal how we waited till Black Friday to do last year. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, that was nothing. Oh, dude, you know, we need to do this. We need to release this on Halloween or, or not Halloween. <laughs> uh, on, uh, sorry, uh, it's my own personal Halloween. We need to release this on Valentine's Day. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah. All right. Okay, I think all the prefaces are out of the way. We can actually start talking about this. So, all right, picture is set. We are in Duff Gardens. The rope drops. Naturally, we go to Blumhouse because I don't think <laughs> I had I had three quarters of the event or more under my belt, and I think that was the one you wanted to literally get out of the way yep. and get started, and that's where we yep. went. And and. I the only reason I really really enjoyed Blumhouse this year uh, as much as I did is because it was Raul's first maze and holy shit! What was awesome <laughs> about picking Blumhouse on that <laughs> night and and doing it in um, uh, stay and scream was the fact that we had the choice of of being pulsed through it or not, and we took pulsing because yes, it was Raul's <laughs> first time and. <laughs> the, the three young ladies behind us decided they did not want to be pulled, so they came with us. Best decision they ever made, because oh God, yes. once Raul was the obvious target of the group coming through, no one else got fucked with in that house except him. <laughs> oh, my God. And and the, the first time he came across, what is it, the baby face character? Yep. yep. He almost climbed the fucking wall. He was so I, it was like, just freaked out. This was one of those like perfect storms of adrenaline, um, confusion, and fright. Where that, yeah, the first and one, alcohol. Is, yeah, and alcohol. The first one made him jump and, like you said, almost climb. And of course, it was just a domino effect that, that everyone heard oh. and saw this in that house. So then the next one got him as he just barely got his bearings, and it was. I, I've never seen physics work like this because somehow he went from from turning and climbing to falling backwards. But like his some, it was like he was like like Elastic Man. His feet were somehow still on the ground, and his legs turned out to be seven feet long as he got pushed back. It was just, it was just amazing. I'd never seen anything like this. It was crazy. And this character ducks back into his hidey hole, and, and he's seeing what what's happening with Raul, and he's, you know, he's they do their thing, right? They jump out, they do their thing, and he ducks back in his hidey hole, and, and Raul's just still not really, and then he jumps right back out and goes back at him, and I was just, oh, it was so good. Yeah. Ah. That made that house, that was the, that was one of the most fun runs I had through that house, and there was, I, I'd say, like, a, a there was another moment earlier in the season when Karen and her fiance, soon to be husband, came down. I mean, Karen, we we were it was like kind of like the decompression chamber. She hasn't been in the Halloween Horror Nights for a year, so we're going to go through Blumhouse. So she gets in that frame of mind, and right when she's at that transition point, just a regular old staff member is walking down the hall. She turns to see him, and that's the biggest scare she got in Blumhouse because <laughs> she was at that point of like, yep. you know, yep. I'm out of normal life and I'm in the Halloween. Yep. Um, and so uh, we, uh, we got out of Blumhouse. I mean, do you want to talk about yeah, Blumhouse? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like it was, it was typical Blumhouse. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I'm going to say in my, yeah, for, for my, and I, I did a lot of my, uh, what I thought of them in the opening night and not a whole lot has changed about, about this, but I do want right. to say I did like this a lot better than last year's Blumhouse, or I should say 27's Blumhouse. I think I, did too, actually. I think doing two was a lot better than three, even though 
the purge was like two rooms last year. It was just that that was just like a little too much that uh, it was it was too much last year and too little on everything. This was just enough, especially something like like Happy Death Day, where you where you're repeating things over and over again. But and and I think I like the Happy Death Day movie more than I liked the movies last year. That too, that that helps a lot too. And before it gets too monotonous, you're into the purge. And for what little there was to pull from the first purge, they pulled just about everything you could and made it work. And again, just enough. I think this was a huge improvement on two. Still, I mean, I'm gonna. I'll I'll give a spoiler. Say this is gonna be a a low on my end list, but I think it was vastly improved from uh, Halloween Hard Nights 27. I think that that that's exactly describes my feelings as well. Nice. That's good to um, hear. When we got out of it, though, uh, <laughs> just just to finish up as much most of the role story, we'll probably mention him a couple of times for, through the rest of the episode. But I got out of this and and he's texting with with his wife. And I didn't know this until well, Rika told me later, but he's texting with his wife saying, I don't know if I can do the rest of this. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's like, I I I really don't know if I can do this. And his kids are texting him, going like, "Yeah, you're not scared." (laughs) And he's like, "No, no, I'm petrified. I'm terrified." And and because his kids try and jump scare him, his kids try and do all kinds of scaring, and he never gets scared. And he watches all the horror movies, and he just never gets scared. Right? That's that's his personality, and it's it's kind of how he is. And I had to text one of his kids and say, "Yeah, no, dude, he was really really scared." And it was just that whole text thing going on was just hilarious That's to me. That's great. Um, but yeah, and uh, uh, I, I mean, obviously, as he went through the night, he got a little more comfortable with the whole thing, and he he started to really relax and have a lot of fun with it. But but yeah, that that first one was just like I I he's like I don't know if I can do this. My heart's <laughs> racing like a, uh, yeah. So that's one that that was one uh, one last little anecdote about. Rebels first run through a Halloween Horror Nights maze, and yeah, well, I think, worth every penny of his ticket. Yeah, I think right there is 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 further proof that a I don't want to say bad, but a a bottom of the list Halloween Horror Nights house is still ten times better than almost any other haunted house anywhere. Exactly, you know, like and and. Yeah, I think that you just said it perfectly. Like, like it's it's not one of the higher ranked houses of the of the event, and we'll get into some of that. But, um, but yeah, it was just it it set the tone for his night, and it just, uh, it, it was great. It was so good, you know. Um, and I I'll, I will always this particular Blumhouse maze will always have a little soft spot Absolutely. in my heart. Just yes, you're right. Of that, you know. Yep. Um, wherever I rate it, it'll still have that little soft spot in my heart for like, no, that was a freaking fun experience. Yeah. That, yeah, that was certainly memorable. I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to, it's, there's so many different first and this is yet another one. Uh, and it's another great memory. And then I think when we get to 30, we'll inevitably do another top five list. There's, I don't see this not showing up somewhere. If not both our list. (laughs) Yeah, as far as experiences go, uh, it was, I mean, you've taken, I mean, we've taken new people to, to Halloween Horror Nights before, but I've never really been the driver of, of like really bringing somebody that that is connected to me and, and not really connected to us to right. Halloween Horror Nights. This was the first time. And 
Oh, God, it was so worth it. Well, let me ask you, although I'm kind of jumping all around here, but what the heck. There's always, when I bring somebody, and it's and it's an effort for them to get there, and, and shoot, mm-hmm. most, most of, obviously, most of my friends that are already in Florida are going to Halloween Horror Nights, so most people that I'm taking for the first time out of state. There's, there's, I wouldn't, I don't know if it's a worry, but there's a thought that if they don't like it and all this effort was made, I, I, I would kind of feel bad about it. Did that go through your head at all until Uh-oh. Blumhouse? Not really. Okay. Uh, not in this case. Um, so Raul's one of those guys who he's a workaholic and his, one of his few hobbies is collecting points. <laughs> yes. And, he, and and so he's got like, I don't know how many credit cards and he, he organizes them and puts notes on them for his wife to tell his wife what to buy with what credit cards so that they maximize their point gains and all that stuff. So he flew out for free and uh, you were kind enough to host him for, for the evening. Uh, so he didn't have to pay for a hotel room. And so it was just really, he flew out for free on points and he was paying for some food and, you know, just taking a break from work. I think the, the two days he took off work were the biggest, you know, uh, hardship for him. But I also knew he really needed some time off yeah. work. So that really didn't factor into my, okay. um, into, into what I was thinking at all. And I also thought he was just going to fucking love it. Yeah. Well, you're, you, yeah. you nailed that. That's for sure. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, all right. From there. Now this, I remember, I don't remember the order as much, so we're going to have to piece this together, but I do remember this because we had our, our best options for what we wanted to get a house in. Then we kind of wanted to get another drink and we were meeting up with, with someone else as well. So our options were, again, from everywhere, slaughter cinema or dead exposure. And I said, no way are we going through dead exposure during the daylight. Not that that has any, makes any difference on the house because they blind you before they go in. But for me, no. that, ex- that exposure uh, was, it's like, this is a, this is a night thing. It, the sun has yeah, to no. be down to do this. So we did slaughter cinema. Yes. And again, we, we were pulsed, but not <laughs> in a sense that we were purposely pulsed. <laughs> we just got to the house and there was no one in front of us. So we nope. got, again, once Raul was marked as the target, <laughs> we had nope. another blast. <laughs> yeah. And slaughter cinema was uh, just, I mean, you can't have slaughter without laughter and <laughs> uh I, and they they executed on that particular thing really well um the the camp and the the just the, the amazing stories that they came up with for all of these campy movies that they were spoofing and stuff was amazing uh the backstories for all of this stuff was just great the stuff on the screen while you were waiting in line and we saw this the next time we came because we didn't wait we did it a a second time that night too because we didn't have to burn our express on this one yep um just all of that stuff was was just i i don't know i i found i found slaughter cinema very well executed slaughter cinema was awesome It, it was i just i love then which is funny because it's like it's almost it's almost a counter uh statement to what i said about blumhouse having too much in it i loved uh, i guess when it works it works and when it doesn't it doesn't i loved how much creative ideas were in this brought you know in two rooms there's like a max two rooms per every story and you you didn't get a beginning middle and end but you got enough of the theme that i really loved you just what you got was one really cool scene from that movie. Yep. You know what I mean? And and kind of the signature scene from that movie is what you got in each one of these sections. And uh I yeah, I thought they they executed on it really really well. I thought the smell of popcorn when you went in <laughs> yep. was done really well. Um just like 
it, you really got that that cheesy you know 70s 80s horror movie feel and you even got the cheesy 70s 80s theater movie feel to it perfect i, I think did a really great job on this any other year i think this would have been a number one two house yeah i can't argue that and i think you the, know the fact that these were all b movie themed keeps any of them from being dumb you know what right. i'm saying it's like they're already it's like it's a baseline dumb. These are not big budget movies. These are not movies to be taken seriously if it's in the real world. So your expectations are already on that level. So nothing seemed too dumb, as weird as that sounds. Right. Nothing seemed far fetched or dumb. Nothing seemed, you know, you you and and any of them that seemed kind of really silly, they threw in some sexiness or something like <laughs> yeah. that to distract you from how dumb this could have been. And it just worked. It really, really worked. Yep. Um I call. I said this. I may have said this on the. If I didn't say it in the uh, opening of our of our coverage for the event, I said it. I certainly said it during the event. This was my my to me HR blood and guts of twenty eight. Absolutely. It's, oh yeah, right along the lines of HR blood and yeah, guts. Apart from having the common character, although he was only on the TV set, now you didn't see. They yeah. didn't cast you know twelve HR blood and guts. Apart from that, it was like just a little little where they could just take that theme and how much can we put in without being too much or, or short change it. And I, it was, I, I, I had a great time through this. I can't, I don't think I ever had a bad run and I am really excited by the fact that I latched on to swamp Yeti. The idea of it, the name made a beer that was well received. And <laughs> I had a face to face. I, I, if it wasn't every run, it was fucking nine times out of ten. I had a face to face with a swamp yeti in that house every time I went through. Oh, that guy got me so <laughs> freaking good the second time I went through because, uh, you know, the, and it's one of those cool things in this in this house because there is so much going on in some cases that you can get to a point where it's like, oh, well, there's so much, you know, what, what we were talking about with the Blumhouse last year, where it's so much going on and you really don't, the transitions don't work. In this one, there was so much going on that I forgot about the Yeti the second time through yeah. or where he was. <laughs> and and he just came out of fucking nowhere and just scared the living bejesus <laughs> out of me. It was awesome. Yeah. It was totally awesome. It was Loved fun. It. it was great. I mean, it was enough fun and enough jump scares to be balanced. It's It was great. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, Slaughter Cinema would do again, for sure. Yep. Now, I I know from there we went to the other side of the park. Be, well, we got a beer. I'm not sure where we got the beer. We but, did get a beer. And we were also hungry, so we kind of went through that whole food alley. It's kind of an L now. We'll call it the food L. And it's <laughs> where we had the waffles. That's the only place time we had the, mm. had the chance to have the waffles. We had the waffles on the stick, which... I had I had just I I didn't really avoid I just hadn't had them because I didn't have a chance to stop and really take it in, and then you offered to get one and I'm incredibly thankful that I didn't have one until the last week because I probably would have had one every other every visit night. yes and that would have been terrible I would have had uh, bronchitis laryngitis and diabetes by the time right. this is all over. <laughs> Oh my god, they're they good. They just it's like yeah. it's it's I don't know what they do. If they take the simplest things, it's like, okay, this is just a run of the mill waffle dipped in chocolate. What can be good about it? It's like there's always there's always something there that is more than it they, when it comes to this well, kind of food, it's always like an an under promise and over deliver. I don't know how they do it unless they put like crack in the chocolate coating or something. I was just going to say, so th this and I mean, Florida is a major drug import, you know, <laughs> area. So I'm figuring that it's like 
cocaine or something like that. Like the Colombians are bringing it in through Cuba or something. I don't know, but but yeah, there's always crack in that shit. Yep. I'm glad it's only available. It's not available year round. Oh God, you know, I know. And I'm a serious addiction, right? And as our, as we're recording, if it's not already released yet, Mardi Gras literally starts tomorrow. I will have just if I will probably have just come home from Mardi Gras at the time I'm sitting behind this mic, and God knows what's going to be carried. I did see a post on it, and I recognize some stuff, but I forget exactly what's there. Who knows? It's going to be carried over, and there goes my diet yep. again for the next month and a half. <laughs> uh so i think um i think we did a couple of the scare zones at this point we right? did it was starting to get finally starting the sun was going down it wasn't dark yet but it was starting to get there so we took a uh i wouldn't say a beeline we took a little bit of a, a roundabout way to get over towards um monster cafe and and where the food is and mm-hmm. we also met we were meeting greg over there midway right. reprise the crown prince of throwback thursday for halloween horror nights oh if, god yeah if you're not already following on twitter you're really missing out literally every yeah. thursday so yeah he, literally literally if you're not following him follow him now midway reprise on twitter um he always posts awesome awesome pictures from from halloween past or age of 10 past now i know i'm looking at the map we did not i did not let you go through killer clowns until the sun was down right no we we actually went over through um uh what's it called here uh the twisted tradition yeah we went i can Uh, see exactly the long way we went around yep Yep, we <laughs> went through Twisted Tradition, and then what we did was we actually popped right into Halloween Four from there because we we that was another one that was not high on our list of, of hype, and we wanted to to get through um, that one as well. Yes, yes. So Halloween. Um, okay, I'm curious what your opinion is because for me, having seen this from opening night and bopping in in and out throughout the event and going through again with you on our night where this was, this was the night we did everything on one night. Um, Mm -hmm. this was that the most improved house by far from opening night. And I ended up liking it a lot better than I did the opening weekend. I think that showed, uh, when I went through it, um, it was, and, and I mean this in the best possible way. It was a largely forgettable uh, Halloween maze that just gave me my Michael Myers fix yeah. and I was done. You know, that's, you know, it's kind of funny. You're, you're really saying what my next note is in a completely different way is that by the end, I really appreciated I, I, what I appreciated most about it was that it was as well done as the previous Halloween house houses. Because if you were a big fan of Halloween and a big fan of Michael Myers and you didn't get to see them, you weren't shortchanged at all on this. You got the same yeah. level of Halloween and Michael Myers as the past two. So I was actually yeah. really happy to see that. In fact, we had someone come down, uh, Smitty and his girlfriend. She is a she is a like diehard Michael Myers, Freddy, Jason Linehar th- fan, and she really wanted to see this. And she loved it, which was great. I mean, it was like yeah. I said, it wasn't short change from the other two. So she, even though she didn't see the other two, she got to see this one, and I was happy she was able to do that. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought that uh, the, the only 
it didn't have a thing to it is the 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 change i had from the other two like the first one uh was well it was the first one first of all and it was the first movie and it was just like it was michael after michael after michael yeah. after michael and it would just it just it was a very fast-paced hard-hitting house and then the next one the fire effect yeah. at the end just <laughs> crushed it for me um and i talked at length about that and then this one just didn't have any of that pop to it for it, me it didn't it have just, it i could see where it was supposed to be it was outside mm-hmm. when the car was there you were that was, that was yeah. just supposed to be that turning point but it yeah it didn't quite have the impact that the fire did or the room of michael's it was but i could mm-hmm. see what they're where they're going for that, that might be the only thing that was i wouldn't say short change it just didn't have the effect it had but right. otherwise i mean it had yeah. it had well, if you if you go in the Halloween house and you don't have an opportunity to see Michael Myers, that's that's wrong. This did. He might not have shown up in scenes he was in the movie, but you still got a guarantee that you saw Michael Myers. And that was one of the things that I think I appreciated about this maze is that they they took some liberty with uh, the movie and they they put in things that that extended the movie and built on the movie rather than just just putting in scenes from the movie. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, I do. I do. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, uh, it, it was, it was another, uh, Raul was finally settling in a little <laughs> bit here. Uh, but, but, um, it was, it was fun. I mean, I think the first four or five, we, we made him go first and just, there was, we were basically, I think we were putting, almost putting in bets for who got to follow him. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much at this point. Um, but yeah. Uh, and I think from there we went through Chucky and uh wow that was um not what i expected me neither uh, i have it down here it's a sleeper hit for me uh I, absolutely yeah. um it, it, when he when chucky was on stage uh jesus christ that was just funny as fuck yeah uh, i i i i we i think every night we went almost we stood through at least a portion of the chucky show um it was great. Yeah, it was. This wasn't on my radar in any way, shape, or form, and it ended up being, I'll, like, to say more than I expected is an understatement. This was awesome. I mean the the stages were awesome. Fine, it's like, and this is what was so frustrating about, well, particularly twenty six, is that they had those stages set up for chance, and there was only one that actually did something. The others were just right. props. These stages all ended up having something go on. The barrel of monkeys had the peeing monkey. Yeah. The, the uh, operate it wasn't called Operation, but it was the Operation game yeah. had had that, had that. And of course, you had the Chucky Theater, the yeah. the toys, the uh, whatever you want to call them, demonic toys. The twist on them were awesome. The characters they had a lot more. I guess they're like factory workers or creators or mixtures of doctors, but the human characters, which I again wasn't expecting. And then saw them and went, oh, okay. Well, they couldn't do the costumes. The bits they were working out were a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. This was a huge surprise every night that I went. Yep, uh, same. I I I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think it has, and we'll probably do ratings and, and, and nominations later. But it has probably my character of the year. Oh wow, okay. One. And then there was the um, there was a. I don't know how big it blew up online. I, I don't even think it blew up at all. I think I just happened to cap, capture capture a or a, what I'm trying to say happened to stumble upon a thread when it was being talked about. Everything was labeled "Good Guys Inc." 2018, yeah. and there was some like, "What's you know why?" When everything else is 80s, 
you wouldn't. This was so non-year specific. They didn't even need to put that 2018 or put 1980 on there. It was just it fit in so well without uh, anything. It really did not matter. It was toy. It was gruesome toys and good characters. And I mean, oh my god, yeah. And what what decade did that scream? Everyone, you know. And and just you know the like. Uh, the barrel of monkeys and the like all of those side stages they were fun show side stages like they all had their little shtick and their characters were invested in them yes like it, it like seriously invested in them and doing uh, i thought that it was a remarkable scare zone and total sleeper hit for me yeah i mean it's it's funny it's like it's the same i walked out of there the way i did out of vamp 55 the year before and it's in the same, same area how ironic is yeah. that yeah, it is ironic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, well, well, I can't really say that much more about it. It was, it was stellar. Yeah, yep, I agree. Yeah. The, you, w- you would not have thought this time. Well, not, well, maybe this time last year we're doing this so late, but you know, be going into the season that I'd be giving high praise at Chucky, but I mm-hmm. was, I am rather. Yeah. Uh, I found my, my notes of, of our, um, hype episode. Oh, and okay. <laughs> I have them alongside my, I have my projections alongside my actual ratings and it's, it's, yeah, this, this is, this is a real, <laughs> this is a real, uh, interesting one. Nice. That'd be interesting. Okay, cool. Um, where did we go from there? Where do you think we went from there? Cause at this point it's all, uh, oh, so at this, at this point it was dark outside. Yeah. And so we went through our first run of uh, Twisted Tradition okay. on our way to, I believe, Seeds of Extinction. Yeah, that sounds about right, because I knew we wanted to get that done, because we're now in express mode. And I will say, if there's one bad thing I'm going to say about Seeds of Extinction is, I don't know why they bothered having an express line, because where the two yeah. lines met was so fucking long it didn't matter yeah. and inevitably every night i went there's always someone in front of me who was their first night there and they would get out of line and go ask an attendant if they were in the right line and i wouldn't say i'm not gonna say rightfully so right or wrong because you know i mean I, yeah. that's my only complaint about express this year but it's it was very strange where they had those those mm-hmm. lines intersect and have to keep that in mind for whatever house is in that location next year because i don't i don't know if that'll change or not I, we won't know until until the next season I would hope that that would change. We'll next see. Season. Yeah, exactly. Was, I mean, you, I, well I, I would assume it would, but who knows? Who knows? But okay. So <laughs> got that out of the way. Yeah. Let, I'll let you take lead on this because I want to get your first reaction on it. So it's no secret. Cause I, I, we did the episode, but in my projections episode, this came in at, let me see one, two, three, four, fifth. So middle, uh, right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it really came out right in the middle. And, uh, I, Mostly because I didn't know what to expect from it. The facade was amazing. That school bus, the the way that they utilized the school bus this year was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Loved it. It had some of the most creative uh, character designs I think I've ever seen in HHN. Beautiful, brilliant character designs. I I, I just everything that. I, I could have hoped for was in this maze. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like the, it, they actually <laughs> made plants creepy, you know, like they, they made, uh, they made vegetation 
a real villain. There was no humanoid characters in this maze. There was nothing that was supposed to be even close to 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 uh, uh, animal there was, in this maze. It was yeah. Everything was like larger. Was it, was either, it was either larger than life. The stilt walkers and the and the yeah ghillie suits from head to toe. The custom kind of ghillie suits. Uh, uh, which I can't imagine how heavy and hot those were in the end of the night. Uh, even the, even the, the acorn faces <laughs> and those those um those uh, sock puppet Puppets, things. Yep, that's what I was gonna say that as they well, put yeah. on their hands that were the clacky and oh my god, those things were freaking scary as shit. Even the even the people that weren't on stilts or weren't puppets, from what I remember. Never really stepped fully out that you saw arms, legs, head. You know, you, no. you didn't see a human torso. I mean, you, you're obviously your mind can figure out what's happening, but sure. As far as making it not a human, oh my god, did they nail it? Yeah, the the costume design alone in this maze was just. just I, I I mean, kudos to the creative team because this was freaking a, a, a work of art. It really was for whatever this looked like in the creative uh, team. And I think Patrick gave Charles credit for the entire concept, whatever this looks like in his head, trying to explain what this was going to be to everybody else. And art and design had to be, it had to be a long game for him and what paid yeah. off in the end because explaining this, it, it doesn't sound explaining that a mall is overrun by plants. Isn't a scary idea. No. Just the art and design in this, the fact that you could recognize you were in a mall <laughs> that was oh, overrun yeah. by plants, and this the use of again sound, the use of lighting, the use of wind and rain, mm-hmm. even the art and design on this was set a mood that already put you on edge and got you ready in the frame of mind for these characters that were on top of that. From the ground up on this, everything about this just works so harmoniously. It was and for a concept that just is so hard that had to be so hard to explain. I'm imagining this thing is like, this was a huge risk. It was a huge risk to do this, but I think it more than paid off in the end for most people, uh, not everybody, yeah. but most people. Probably not. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but right. I, I found that to me, just the sheer creativity and the jump scares that i got because and and the reason to me that the jump scares worked so well in this maze is because because of what we were talking about you never saw saw a human shape coming at you (laughs) you never saw something that you your brain immediately went oh there's a character coming or there's a person coming or there's a dog thing coming or no it was just it was all so the shapes were so different your brain didn't get to register them, not even the second or third time through. Yeah. Your brain wasn't registering what was coming at you because the shapes were just completely different. Yep. And I think that really, for me, was was what really sunk this as, as a, an amazing maze. Yeah. I also like the backstory that you got to read on the outside when they were, you know, projecting it mm-hmm. up against the wall. Oh, I, right. I really, yeah, I thought the backstory was really cool and that they had enough... Uh, enough to read and enough to, to, to preoccupy you that, that you got a really cool sense of the story. Yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, I'm not going to say this is a, the sleeper hit that Chucky was. This was a, just mm-hmm. one. I didn't know what it was going to be. And man, was it like, just wow. Yeah. It wasn't, um, 
I don't think it was a sleeper hit. Even no. even middle of the pack, I was already expecting good things yeah. from it. But but yeah, it was. I had I had so much fun with this. Uh, this was one of the ones that I went through the most this year. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. Because yes. I think I went through it almost every night. I think so. I think you did. I think, if, yeah, I think we did at least four. That I think it was every night, though. I think you're right. Yeah, if there, it might have been one night we didn't go through it, but I think I went through it almost every night. So now I do know from there we went to trick or treat because that was yep. at this point. Now it's like I wanted to save the what I called the at this point for me were like the this the five finales because I couldn't really <laughs> uh, place which which went where and um, we'll get to that. But we went and trick or treat was also right next door. Yeah. For me, this is so strange. There's nothing wrong with the house, nope. but, but for some reason, it never hooked me the entire season. I tried to get to hook me. I love the movie, but there was, and there isn't anything I dislike about it, but, uh, and, and for taking a movie that's essentially an, antho- an anthology, which is mostly outside and putting inside mm-hmm. a house and doing it extremely well, there just was, there was something about it that just never grabbed me. And I don't know why. And the only thing that I could put my finger on that might have been an issue is that most of the prominent Sams were static. They were like statues or mannequins. They didn't move. They weren't characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe that's where it disconnected for me. I'm not going to say I don't like the house, but I'm just I, it just never grabbed me like I thought I was going to. When they announced this, I was like, okay, I knew I was like I was hoping this was coming because it is a scare zone. I love the movie. I can't wait to see the, what they do with it. I'm walking through it, going, yes, that's in here. Yes, that's in here. Yes, that's in here. There wasn't anything I was missing, but I walked out going, oh, I need to do that again. And I, I always walked out of it saying, I need to do it again because it's not hooking me the way I feel it should. And it never did. Right. I, I think that's actually a really good description of it. I mean, I'm not a big, I'm actually not a big fan of the movie. Um, it, it was serviceable, but it was a thing that I really, really enjoyed. I was also sort of underwhelmed by the scare zone last year. And we talked, I talked ad nauseum about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to rehash that. Um, and so my expectations weren't very high for this, but I walked through it and it was like, I liked it better than I liked the scare zone last year. Okay. Uh, um, just because I thought, uh, it, it, it delivered a little more on the scares. It delivered a little more on the, that, that feeling I was supposed to be getting. But like you said, there was just, there was a weird disconnect that I just didn't, it didn't all fit together and mesh really tightly. I don't know what it was. It just, it never did hook me, but, it's, but I can't say there's anything in there. I would do different, except maybe again, the, maybe the same, maybe the Sam's, but that's the only thing. I don't even know if that's what it was about it, but, but yeah. so I, I will take this opportunity to say in any other year, <laughs> exactly. I yeah. think that this would have been, uh, uh, a much higher rated and, and better received, uh, maze mostly, I mean, seriously, the, the, this year was so packed with so many good things that I, I don't want to say it was an average house, but that's kind of what it felt like. It was just like, it's just average. And every other year, the average ones are freaking awesome. Okay. So from there. Yeah, we probably as <laughs> we we must have done killer cost. I think we probably took a um a beer and uh twisted tater break because we were in the area when we left Trick or um, Treat. We did. Uh I, I distinctly remember walking past and going, Ooh, twisted tater, mm-hmm. and you told me that was the only twisted tater <laughs> in the uh in the park. 
And so we were like, uh, we have to get Raul a Twisted Tater. Oh, yeah. This is something that we got to do. And so we stopped. We grabbed a beer. We grabbed a Twisted Tater. And, uh, yeah, it took a bit of a break. I did. Did we walk to the front or to the to the. I don't know what I call the front of the park. Do we do we start going towards? We did because at this point, I know I I, I know when because the, the the group of houses we went to, I know we started with Stranger Things, so we we had to have gone to the front of the park, and I'm yeah. sure we took it. I think this. I think we took our um, scare zone walk at this point. We went through uh, twist, yeah. uh, Twisted Traditions again and uh, yep. route to Vamp eighty five, but of course, going a. <sighs> <laughs> going a uh, little detour, kind of co- going out of Twisted Traditions towards the, uh, I don't even know what side, the mummy side of Vamp 55, we go through Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I will say, if uh, the second question behind where is your 28 wrap-up is usually where is Quint's reaction to Killer Clowns from Outer Space that I've gotten <laughs> since <laughs> the end of the season. I, I I have to say I I was almost panic attack uh, in my first walkthrough of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I, I I didn't react a lot, and um, I was visibly uncomfortable. And that son of a bitch clown <laughs> saw that I was visibly uncomfortable and decided to fuck with me. That's kind of really all I remember about that first walkthrough because I was just trying to really restrain myself from running screaming. I, I, oh, I don't know if Greg had his camera because Greg's a really good photographer. I know Greg gave you a lot of, I don't know, I, I take it back. I was going to say Greg gave you a lot of room. I think Greg gave himself the best vantage point he possibly could to see your yeah. reaction is what happened. Uh, I, I, uh, I'll be honest, uh, even through the rest of the four nights that we, we came back, I, I really, I avoided it at uh, all costs. Well, here's the worst. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> if that's your only memory, here's the worst part about this. You, we could have not gone at a worse time and in the direction we were going because we had to go through uh, the, uh, the I, I'll call, I guess the transformer side to towards the fast and furious side where they break behind that gate. And as we're coming out the fast and furious side, they they shift almost felt like comes. they were following you because shift change is happening. So you had some already leaving. You uh, had half of the first cast already on their way out and the full second cast coming right at you. This could yeah. not have been a worse situation for you nope. and not a better one for me. Right. <laughs> Fully understand that. And uh, yeah, um, uh, I think you've probably not seen me more uncomfortable since you first met me. There was I and I even asked you. Uh, I was like trying to like just ha- discuss it. Just like, well, doesn't it look like? I mean, ha- look how good it is for the movie. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. like you. There was no discussion. You were just like, nope. yep, yep, uh-huh, uh huh, yep. Just yep. and get a, just get the hell out and. <laughs> yep. Um. I, I I will say this. It was a very visually stunning. Uh, scare zone and when i actually did get the chance to like kind of calm down and study it kind of from afar loved a lot of the visuals they had going on i loved the shadow show they had going Mm -hmm. on uh there was there was so many good parts about this scare zone it's just um yeah that that first time through i i just i was i was not a very comfortable person (laughs) no you were not (laughs) (sighs) so 
to get your mind off that, we went to VAMP 85. Or fit, no, fit, yeah, 85. Duh. VAMP 85. <laughs> yeah. Um, VAMP 85 was good. Uh, it was fun. It was trying way too hard. That is what is my problem with it. I overall didn't like it. I liked parts of it. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the, the, the way they vampified some 80s icons characters. The fact that they even picked mm-hmm. Adamant was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. But I just, uh, overall, man, it was like, like Van 55 was lightning in a bottle. And this was like trying to force that lightning back into a bottle from jump. And it never, it, it, I, I, it never hit me. I, I, I didn't, I'm not going to say I hate it. But I, I did not. It was it was maybe overhyped in my head and a little disappointing at first, and then I, I grew to like it better. But it never lived up to what I was kind of expecting. There was yeah, there was. There, I I think the design overall was pretty cool. I think one of the things, like even in just five nights, one of the things that I really noticed is that they really needed to expand their music lineup. That <laughs> they true. they went through because there's yeah. like three songs that they did at, over and over and over and and so the repeatability wasn't there. Whereas with Vamp Fifty Five, every time you went through Vamp Fifty Five, you had this magical experience with the characters because they the the cast had gelled together and and become this this really tight knit vampire family that they, just fucked with you. You and know, they were doing twenty minute. Uh, like immersive shows because they didn't have, I, I I had talked to a couple in there and they did have some direction, but by and large, most of what they were doing, they were left to their own devices within a certain mm-hmm. guidelines. So it was always changing, always flowing, always something new about that. Whereas van 55 was on this rotation. It's like, well, let's get on the stage. Let's do thriller. Okay. Now it's time for the ball drop. It just didn't seem to let, enough time for something like that to evolve the way it did with 55 the year before. Well, I think, um, I think you were starting to hit on exactly to me. What went wrong was that they had so many scripted moments yes. that they had yep. to hit for every little shift that it, it was just like there, there were, there was nothing left to creativity or there was nothing left to, um, what am what an improvisation or anything like that anymore, because your script is like so tight and so regimented you don't have any of that anymore. Yeah. You know, you don't have that creative feel. You don't have that, that well, not creative. You don't have that um, unique feel. You don't have that, that uh, improv feel. Yeah. That, that vamp 80 or that vamp 55 really did have. Yep. And maybe that's um, to its detriment too. If this was, if we didn't have vamp 55 before this, maybe vamp 85 would have felt a little different. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, I, I still had a lot of fun with it. We went on a very good night too. I mean, I will say the one thing that made the, the highlight of the of this uh of all nights was this night because Shelby finally got to be a vamp that night. Yeah. And we saw her yeah. uh, actually I think almost every time in fact I think every time we went through we saw her. Yeah. So that was that helped. My note was our special miniature vampire. Yeah. And for anyone <laughs> and between that and something else she did for the event, which we'll get into later, if every mm-hmm. everyone listening hasn't figured it out yet, that's why Shelby hasn't been on the show. She finally got right. her she got like a double uh once not I hope it's not once in a lifetime. That's a bad thing to say. Uh, a, a, no. a dream come true. She got to be a character and do some more work for the event, and she didn't want to accidentally 
even if one of us said something that was ended up being, you know, uh, a leak without being a link and she was involved with the show, that could have been detrimental to her. So she took the safe route and, you know, instead of saying something by accident, not say anything at all. So that was, I think everyone understood that by the time they saw what she did. But if anyone was wondering why she has not been on the show, I'm not going to say left because, you know, she might she'll, move on to other things back. and be able to be back. But that's why she's left to, uh, you know, make sure she doesn't ruin any of these opportunities and we are 500 percent behind that if not more if there can be more than that yeah absolutely um i i was really really happy for her this year she she got to do so many firsts and so many cool things and and even advance her career yep and uh that was that was just really really cool for her to be able to do that yeah but she will always be our special media. <laughs> That's <Vampire>. true. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they did a really good job with her costume and her and her makeup too. That was uh, it, it. Did it so well that I mean that uh, that night she was one of three people I knew in that zone, and I had I wasn't I still wasn't sure until I was toe to toe with her that it was her a hundred percent. Yeah, it was the height. Yeah, the height like, was the giveaway. If she were like three or well, four inches taller, even, I still wouldn't be sure. <laughs> They even played with that a bit because her mohawk went so right. high yep. that that you 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 kind of like weren't quite sure. It's like that's a little too tall to be Shelby. Yep. Oh no, wait, that's just the hair. Yeah, she was she she was having the time of her life. Oh that yeah, night. yep. And it made our night special too. It did. Cause, it did. You know, you hadn't seen um, yet, and in fact, I think all the other times I'd seen her, she'd been in some kind of masked costume. And she, I just yep. happened to know that it was her. Cause she told me the exact spot of the house she was in. Otherwise it's just someone in a mask. So that was, right. that's the first time I remember seeing her as a, a face character the entire season too. Not saying it's the only time she was the only time that I saw her like that. All right. Um, from there, I think we did. Did we not go to carnival? No, we went to Stranger Things because of the big five, what I was calling the big uh, five. That was, I was like, let's get that done because I, I know it's good, but it's like, and I'll, I'll, well, we'll get into that too. But we went to Stranger Things and I also thought it might be the longest line for Express. It wasn't bad. And I, honestly, for Express the entire year, it wasn't, wasn't bad. Um, I remember American's Horror Story, I think it was the first year, maybe the second year, they pulled a switcheroo where Express went into another winding line, much like Seeds. Mm, and Seeds yeah. was, was five times longer. I don't think they did that with Stranger Things, at least not the they nights did. I went. No, no, Stranger Things was um, was quite good for Express. Yes. Uh, the, the, the line that we passed uh, was very, <laughs> very long. Yeah. Uh, it was well, um, this is, it, was, it was obviously a very, very popular house. This was uh, this was the house. It was on every billboard. It was they had one cover design for the event, and not even like last year they had twenty seven. They had one cover design, but like different color header. This they had one design with all the dates and times on it, and it was the, yep. as Stranger Things everywhere, and rightfully so because that's what Absolutely. drew a lot of people in. Yeah, I mean, I, this was one of the most packed years they've. I think probably the most packed year they've ever had. I have and never was, seen. I've ne- I said it in the opening episode. I've never seen an opening night like this in my life ever. Yeah, and I think Stranger Things has a lot to do with that. Absolutely, you know, it's like you, when when you get a mainstream ho- mainstream horror uh, show like that that that's that's going to an event like this, you're going to drag people from all over the place. Uh, it's yeah, it's just simple math, right? Yep. The maze itself was really cool. Oh yeah, oh, I was walk, scene through scene. You walk through like the highlights of season one, and uh, it, it was it was fantastic. 
It was much like American Horror Story in that same venue. It was walking. It was, it was a, you were an immersive experience of the TV show. Mm-hmm. And there was, I mean, the, the Snope in the Upside Down, what I was hoping they would do, which they did. That was awesome. <laughs> the living room scene with the Christmas lights. I can't yep. think of any scene in there that wasn't dead on and fun. But, and this is a big but, not scary. Yeah. And we've seen this before yes. in uh in a lot of the the what do you uh, the IP houses yep. that um that they're often we get to a point where the recreations are really really accurate and they kind of forget about the it's, scare factor. It's almost to its detriment. <laughs> yeah. It is almost to its detriment because because you know exactly what's coming. You know that that axe is coming because that's what happened in the show. And yep. and you know you you there was no scares. It was beautiful. It was very well acted. It, the, you know, all of the characters were on point for what they were doing. But I, I wouldn't even call them scare characters. They were just actors. All of the actors were doing really well. No scares. Yeah, and I don't think it was supposed to be scary. I mean, I think it was meant to be an immersive experience. And that's I'm, mm-hmm. uh, some people I, might say that's that's bad. I think it's it's just the evolution of drawing making the event yep. bigger and better it's you know it's i'm not i don't want to say is what it is it's it's what i'm what i'm coming to expect and i think going into it mm-hmm. expecting it helps you from being disappointed in it because i mean it was this thing was uh, there, uh, again uh, there was it was a, a perfect immersive experience of season one of the tv show again again i hate to keep saying you making direct comparisons to american horror story but i'm going to because the characters we're dead on, which th- this is more impressive than American Horror Story because a majority, if not, well, the entire focus of Stranger Things are little kids. So they had to get yep. people 18 and over to look like people that were 12 yep. and 13. And they did. And not only did they look like they're that age, but some of them were like, holy shit, I'm not sure that wasn't the kid. You know, yeah, there <laughs> were, the, the doppelganger game game was yep. was damn good. Now, I will call this uh, you keep you keep it comparing it to American horror story with, with good legitimacy. But I actually think this is, this is walking dead effect. Um, you know, uh, I look at the walking dead permanent attraction in Hollywood. I look at things like that where, you know, you can't be too scary because you're letting people in. I look at stranger things. They did this, this whole run after the event yes. where they kept it open for anybody who is, who had park tickets to go through the stranger things maze. And, and that, the reason they could get away with that is because the kiddies wouldn't really get too scared from this. It was just, not that scary. This is and- <laughs> where my old life as an accountant actually comes back to haunt me. I am dying because I know they did exit interviews on this. I'm dying to see what the statistics are of the amount of people that went through this and gave their opinion. And then they're going to ask them next year. Did you come back because of stranger things day? I would love to see those numbers. I would absolutely love to see what those numbers look like. Yeah, that would be interesting. I, I, I think, uh, I mean, I, I think a lot of it would be pretty obvious, but I know, yeah, I know. but it's like, what, what, like I say, there's still, I mean, I started life as an accountant and somehow moved to a, a, other things and now I'm like, but that the numbers, the statistician part of the accounting I did still comes to haunt me every once in a while. And I would love to see that. Yep. I can see that. I, I totally, totally respect that. Um, I, again, it, 
it was beautiful. It was, it was really cool. And I, I just, uh, I think this is where, when they do get to do IP stuff, and we're going to talk about this in a, probably a little bit here. Yep. Um, when they get to take a little bit of creative license with the IP, things get better. <laughs> yeah. And we'll talk about that in, in shortly here. Now, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine at this point, I said, let's go down the line, A, B, C, D, before we go yep. to Dead Exposure, and that would take us next That's to Carnival Graveyard. Yep. Yeah, Carnival Graveyard. Holy <laughs> shit. This is basically, um, this is Ready Player One for Halloween <laughs> Horn. Yeah, that's great. I didn't think of that. There you go. Is, is what this is. Uh, if you had ever been to Halloween Horror Nights before, and if you are uh, a Halloween Horror Nights aficionado enough to be listening to this podcast, yeah. you know exactly what I mean by this. Because every piece of set that was not being used in any other maze was piled into this sound studio in a jumbled up sort of trash yard way. And oh my God, you could not look anywhere without seeing something that you recognized from a different maze a year ago, two mm-hmm. years ago, 10 years ago. It was amazing. Yeah. That's- and they had this amazing story that went around <laughs> it that that just made sense and was fun. I don't get the, there was a lot of, um, I, I don't, th- I don't think this came from the longtime community. But I think the most people I knew this year uh, were, yeah, I think they were in Carnival Graveyard. So they would hear comments of uh, people at the end or see some of the survey results. Of, maybe they weren't supposed to see them, but they saw them. And like the casual Halloween Horror Nights goer didn't care for this. And at first it's like, I don't understand why, but then your description explains why. It's like, oh, if you don't really realize how much history you're walking through. This might look like a heap of trash to you. Yeah. And maybe I, I, that's I not your thing. That. Yeah, I get that. Um, I thought the scares were good. Um, uh, this was, this is also one of the mazes that I have a uh, special sort of connection with because uh, Mel's mama Mel's was in this maze and um, she made this extra special for me because I've never actually really known this character to in a maze before. And um, when you do uh, and uh, they, they really go out of their way to scare the living fuck out of you and identify you to the rest of their cast members who want to scare the living <laughs> fuck out of you. And, and it just, it, it makes it a, a really close tight experience. And um, yeah, I, I, I mean, she made this maze so much better for me and she made, uh, she made this Halloween Horror Nights really a, a lot better for me. And, and yeah, call it to her for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I, the, for, this is one of those houses that felt like it was, like 10 times bigger than it really was yeah. because of the way they made the path, the way they stacked everything. And that whole line of sight, when you looked up, like the way they had items stacked, yeah. the way they had the power, the, the faux power lines with the like carnival lights or Christmas lights strung from them. This thing felt 10 times bigger than it really was. And that just blew me away. Every it blew the first time I went in, that, which is bizarre. That's what I kept staring at, opposed to all this history that was around me. Now I caught up on that later, but 
this this house design from top to bottom is just outstanding. And the, the fact that you could see through some of these yeah. trash walls and, and see snippets of what was going on elsewhere and and just um and, and that one of the last scenes where uh the the, the Charlie Chaplin type uh, <laughs> character comes out and shoots at you it's just like you see this giant mound of trash behind them and you start looking at stuff and there's all this history there, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I thought they did a really good job with it, but I can totally get how if you're not an aficionado and you haven't you know, been going year after year and you don't, you don't learn the backstories and you don't right. learn and remember all these, these tight little pieces. It could be okay. You know, kind of a bunch of, carny types in a you know in a junkyard scaring me what's that about <laughs> you um, know and but that, that's i i i really think and i don't i don't know maybe uh, it, it's easy for me to say because i you know have the the experience with the event but i really think the if it wasn't filled with stuff that i recognized i would enjoy it just as much as well because it was so damn creative that's i i don't know in my in my opinion i agree with you but I can also understand how other people would just kind of say, oh, they just piled a thing full yeah. of trash. <laughs> yeah. What the hell, you know? Um, uh, but once you know what that trash is made of, it's it makes this a very special house. Yeah. And I really appreciate the fact that, uh, y- you know, the, the creative team at Universal did what amounts to a fan service house. Yeah. Right? Sort of, that is yeah. really what this house is. It's a fan service house. It's like, yeah, we got every freaking. I mean, this is an an entire maze made out of Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't right? deny that because I do have that in my description of my notes. Right, that's what this is. This is like it's an entire maze made out of Easter eggs. Whether you recognize all of them or some of them or whatever, every piece in here is an Easter egg. This and is, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a, it's up to you to just kind of like enjoy what you want to enjoy. That, um, it's fan service, and I loved it. It's that, it's true fan service, and I loved it. That's a question I it didn't even occur to me uh, when I was talking to Patrick. That, I'm curious. It's a chicken or the egg. It's like, and no, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not saying this to disagree with you. I was wondering if they wanted to do a fan service, came up with Carnival Graveyard, or came up with Carnival Graveyard and realized they could do a fan service. I'm curious which which you know which side of that mm. came first. In yeah. the creative process. That's that is interesting. Based on how much creativity went into all the backstories of the characters and all of that stuff, I am more inclined to say that the idea came first and the fan service came later. Okay, it was one of my my big highlights. Yep. I yeah, I um, agree. And, and it's one of my big highlights. And I'm going to call her out one more time because <laughs> Mel, um, she she made it uh, she made it extra special for me the whole week. Yes, yeah, she did. I think she was in every run you and I had done together, wasn't she? It was in. She was actually not in the oh. last run that we did. Oh, really? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but- well, it was it was unfortunate, but um, it was just it, we did that was the second run of the night, and I think she had gone off shift. Just it's just one of those timey things. Yeah. Yep. That was, we did, we did see her in that character every night. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Second time we went through that one that night. She was not the, uh, I see. Oh, I got what you're saying. Okay. Yep. yep. I, so, yep. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, uh, she was amazing. Yeah. Great character. All right. So from there, we went over to scary tales. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was, I, I, I this, is, this is in my notes. If there was ever a point that I would have cried out of pure joy at Halloween Horror Nights, didn't get there, but I was close. If there was ever that point, it was the moment I saw the entrance to this house because to me, it was just a huge, we're sorry for uh, Scream Punk back in 25. Sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. Here's, here's uh, what we should have done. Uh, this was the facade of the year. Oh my God. It was just like, I, I was, uh, and it's one of those ones where it's like, I saw it the first night and then I went back and went, okay, I know, I know how this goes. I, I know this is the Halloween Heart Nights. I see something the first time I see it and I have tunnel vision. I don't see everything around it. I'm going to go in here and it's going to be less spectacular because now I'm going to see the whole building. That never happened. Not no. once. Well, it did happen once, and that was the. the <laughs> All right, yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> it was, it, there was one night where um, we went uh, on a bonus night. It was that. It was a Tuesday night that they added. Yeah, like, and they more than halfway into the event. Yeah, it, it was a. It was yeah. It was just barely. I think it was like a week before they so added it, was it. Very close to the date they added. They actually had and, it. Yeah. yeah, and they and they only had like half the cast, and <laughs> you know it was it was really empty. And this particular maze was emptier than most, and it was just one of those unfortunate events. And you know you're adding nights, and you you've you've got staff issues, and you know a lot of these people don't they're working multiple jobs, and it just to make ends meet and you know when you when you've committed to a different job you just you <laughs> can't just do an add-on night you know but forget that night right now let's talk oh, about yeah. the night we walked in oh because we had everything we had the witch oh. we had i think we came in right in the middle of her um her soundtrack rotation so she was just <sighs> just doing the uh sleep that and then she as we went in she was doing the throwing her arms out at the other towers and the smoke and the green yeah. flame was going off it uh. was like uh that was like like i said i mean i was for, we're sorry yeah i was i, I was so oh, I was so happy because scary tales is up there it's up there with body collectors it's up there with saws and steam for me it's one of my favorite original stories or ideas that they do and i remember how much i freaked out our midnight reveal of halloween horror nights 25 and i told you how much you're gonna love this because it's amazing and whatnot and scream punk was anything but what i remember from mm -hmm. scary tales this mm -hmm. is scary tales this is what i was talking about three years this ago at midnight amazing. this was totally amazing and i mean uh the other scary tales that we've seen is uh Oh, that wasn't actually scary tales. Never mind. Um, no, this was really the the first scary tales that I've seen that yes. is delivered. Yeah, and did it ever deliver? <laughs> yeah. uh, and and we're because we're building up the 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 facade and that that first entrance room. It's amazing. But it doesn't stop after that. It though. doesn't stop. Like the rest of the maze lives up to the entrance, and uh, uh, you know you're getting oh. I can't even remember all of the the, well, you got, the witch. Oh, you got the twisted Wizard of Oz stuff. I mean, you, yeah, you, you got the, you, the the lion, which is the uh, you know similar puppet mechanic of the werewolf and mm -hmm. the uh, croca. Was it croca croca lion from uh, yeah the croca lion from uh, Tomb of the Ancients? So they had that. Uh, I don't remember the order of everything, but you had a, a really um, interesting Humpty Dumpty. You didn't see Humpty yeah. Dumpty, which is that's a really interesting and probably i won't only say safe but for what you do night after night that's probably the way to go you have the broken humpty dumpty 
So it's like, you want to tell a story. What do you do? You have the puking guards, which were, I wasn't expecting. And I think I got puked on every night. Then, by the way, that was the one, that was the only room that made Karen almost puke herself because the sound. Because That's thank awesome. God they didn't do the smell. I think that the smell was there, but it wasn't exorcist level level smell. Oh no, no, no! But the sound she could not take by the time we got to the end of that room. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel is like the last thing I would think to pick for this, but it was perfect. I mean, they didn't it even was. really have the witch in any danger. They just had the witch, but then they had the cannibal Hansel and Gretel, whom I loved by the end of this event. It's so yummy in my tummy. I mean, like, God, like Cannibal Hansel and Gretel were were like, like, yeah, they were they were sleeper hits of this maze. Like, they were just like, I I think they the original was kind of idea of it was kind of like, oh, we'll see how this one works out. But yeah, they were amazing. Yeah, and I I always loved that uh, juxtaposition of comedy and gore. Yeah, me too. You know, it's it's one of those cool things to me and it's one of those things that i think halloween horror nights has always done really well and they really nailed it with them yep the only thing that took some time to grow on me uh was the little mermaid area because i i couldn't quite put my finger on what it was the first time or two i went through but that was that's just such a small complaint uh yeah no i i think for me what what it was was that it was just Everything else had kind of followed this course, sort of um, medieval castle vein to yeah. things. And oh, then it true, was just right. kind of a, a, it, yeah. almost a jarring sort of transition into the Little Mermaid sort of stuff. I, I still enjoyed the Little Mermaid stuff, but you're right. It was that trans that that that, that transformation into from from all of the castles and the medieval and the cottages and all of that that stuff that you generally just associate with fantasy in your head. And then you go into this underwater thing and it's yeah. just, it's, it's kind of jarring. Yep. But I mean, everything, I mean, I, I still, it grew on me in the end. I loved everything about it. I loved uh, oh, the other ones yeah. too. I mean, the three little pigs was fun, especially the yep. one that came out in the wolf's <laughs> um, how, uh, what, what would you even call it? The, the, his head on his head yep. and then his, his uh, pelt around him. Um, uh, the, the return of, of Goldilocks and the three bears, which is always a classic. And then, well, I'll get to that. We'll get to the end. Uh, Rapunzel. That was another one. That was another yeah. one I wouldn't have picked, but I really liked. I liked Same. Rapunzel as well. Uh, the little oh. Miss Muffet room took me forever to see the spider, but I mean, the spider webs obviously told the story, but then I finally saw the damn spider after like my third walkthrough. <laughs> and then, well, let's, I'll just, then speaking of the, once you get through everything, you have the reprise of HHN bear. And if you went bear, bear, bear at the right character, you got a little dance like you used to get in 25. It was, yep. uh, there was nothing that, uh, wrong with this in any way, shape or form. I was so fucking happy. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, no, they 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 put so many cool things together, and they just just uh, uh, and that facade just like you walked in, you hit that facade, and you knew you were in for something special, and they delivered. Yep, it's really what what uh, what I came out of that with is like that facade was just like they're either going to deliver or <laughs> we've just seen everything that we need to see in this maze and. If you know anything about HHN, you you know that they always, almost always deliver on the facade, and this was no exception. What I loved about that facade, well, I love a lot of things about the facade, but the particular story I'm going to tell about this facade was, I, I saw this more than once, I probably saw this 
close to 10 times. You always had your jock bro with his arms around his girlfriend. That's if they get married, they'll be divorced in a year, you know, walking, (laughs) walking into the house. And he's, he's being a giant douchebag about this being a fairy tale house. And he won't shut the fuck up about it until he turns that corner. And then the fucker doesn't say a word. Yeah. That was, I saw that like a dozen, well, 10, a dozen times this year. We saw it twice when we were there. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think you're right. So, well, speaking of one facade to another. Oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> let bitch. me just say, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you <have laughs> moved the headstones, <laughs> but you left the bodies. Ah, <laughs> uh, this, um, <sighs> <laughs> this is, um, well, let's okay. first say it's Poltergeist for everyone playing along. I mean, it's been four full months, so they might have. I doubt anyone it's, forgot that, but just in case. And um, uh, I'm I'm just gonna do a quick check here on my list to see where it was on my hype. Uh, on my projection, Poltergeist was right after Stranger Things, so number six. Okay. Um, I was, uh, you know, I was. Hoping it would be good, and I love this movie. Uh, this movie is part of my childhood. It was one of the few scary movies that I ever got to saw, and it was only because my parents left, and they left us with a babysitter who was freaking awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, and, and so I got to see Poltergeist way earlier than I normally would have because I grew up in a kind of a sheltered area. Anyway, um, I love this movie. It scared the living crap out of me when i was a child um this actually might be one of the reasons i don't like clowns but anyway uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and so i had high hopes but i didn't have confidence yes i could see that which is uh, amazing because i remember i remember distinctly opening night coming out of stranger things texting you and karen and saying Straight, oh my God, Stranger Things is the greatest IP brought to life house they've ever done. And then 20 minutes later, writing you, correction, Poltergeist is the greatest IP <laughs> house brought to life they've ever done. Yeah. And when I said that, that Scary Tales had facade of the year, it's only by millimeters. Yeah. <laughs> millimeters that they had facade of the year. And maybe it's a tie. I, I, I can't even actually give them facade of the because because the minute you walk into Poltergeist, it, it's the, the scene that you were hoping they would do, but hoping secretly hoping they wouldn't because you didn't want them to fuck it up. It's just right fucking there. See, that's and, funny. I didn't I, I wouldn't say I was afraid they'd fuck it up i was wondering how the fuck are they going to do it and i would have never done it that way and that's why i don't do what they do for a living right um it was perfect it was absolutely perfect there was was, i i i I mean i can't now that i've seen it i can't imagine how that and and how much like I, i can't believe that they actually did it that well yeah it's it's really where it boils down to right like um perfect uh oh, the the sound was perfect the 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 storm was perfect the the walls were everything was just that that pool scene was perfect and it's one of those things where it never occurred to me never 
the whole run until well after that we were starting this maze at the end of the movie. Right. Yeah. The, they just said, uh, we're going to get this out of the way. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Here you go. This is what you want to see and we can do it. Yep. And my God, they did like, <laughs> uh, and then you go into the maze and the hits keep coming. Like, like uh, can you say one bad part in this maze? Not really. No, I mean, <laughs> no, like, it would be, it would be picking nits if I did. Well, I can. They actually put the fucking clown in and that's the only real uh, bad thing they did. I but made, they had to- I've made two notes as we're going here. One is I found my hype list. So I added that to my house rankings. My other note is remember when you said you almost had a panic attack in killer clowns. I did have a, panic you did attack. have a panic attack when that clown dropped from the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. You dick. You did not <laughs> tell me about that. Ow. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I'm not apologizing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you're not going to apologize <laughs> no. because I would not believe that apology. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I had no idea it was coming, and when it dropped out of the ceiling, I, yeah, I, I'm surprised I didn't need a nitroglycerin pill when I walked out of there. Yeah, I mean, it, their uh, their IP houses are they're they're literally getting better i mean i thought walking dead 24 that was that was the best that for the walking dead i was like wow i i felt like i went through the entire tv show then they did uh well, they did a couple others but then we'll get to the shining the shining is like this is not at all what i expected them to do this is amazing i was like yeah. i don't know where they're gonna go from here and now they pull Pol- poltergeist out and stranger things on top of that and well throw american horror story in the year before but if we're gonna talk you know, single films, shining, follow, having polar guys follow, follow the shining. My God, it's like, it's, it's amazing what they can do. And poltergeist was scary. Yeah. Yes. Like, like oh, we talked about stranger things and stranger things was just as beautiful, but this, this was, was scary. This was like, the movie and scary and beautiful. The television scene. Oh yep. my goodness. Like, like just everything, uh, and and I know I talked to Raul about this one, uh, both when we were there and after, because and, this is one of his favorite movies as well. And um and, and it's 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 a highlight of his trip. Uh, he he was just like I, I felt like I was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I was scared like I was when I was a little kid again. I was you know like everything that I that that he wanted out of or or even could have imagined, imagined out of it, yes he got you know and the meat and, moved on the counter. Oh yes, <laughs> which was just amazing. Oh, just uh, I, I don't think I've ever gushed about an IP maze I, in the I, history of the show. I don't gush about IP mazes because I just really want them to knock it out of the park with the creative or the original stuff. But it's impossible to not gush about Poltergeist for me. Uh, same, same. Uh, I think I. I Poltergeist was a, um, it, it's a crown jewel in HHN history. I think uh, it's one of those those IP mazes that they've done that you know and you could see that almost that anybody who worked on this in creative, this was a true labor of love for them. Yeah, you know, and and we've seen labors of love for for the creative team before. 
and we've seen some cool stuff from the creative team before. But this was a true labor of love because they got that horror feel and the scares and that that creepiness like your skin would crawl in some of these scenes that you walked through. And I, I, I loved it. Yep. It's amazing. But that wasn't the last house we went to that night. Not because <laughs> we still had dead exposure patient zero. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> just to remind you, um, Dead Exposure Patient Zero was the second maze they announced, second or third maze it they announced. It was. It was right behind Stranger Things, so yeah. it was this, yes, second. <clears throat> and in our projection episode, I was the only one that really kept it high. Yep. I had Exposure at number two. Okay. Um, I had extremely high expectations for this maze, and you were brilliant enough to tell me nothing about this. <laughs> nope. I got there. I would not, great. I would not tell you anything about this house. That's yeah, that no, true. No, I, and I, I actually even asked you once, like, so what do you think about that exposure? And he's like, you'll see, you'll see. And I'm like, Oh, that, that could either bode really well <laughs> or really not well. Um, cause he knew that I was really looking forward to it. Um, I made sure that I got to go first. Yep. <sighs> I went behind everybody because I wanted to see everybody's reaction. This was, I, I, I don't know how to describe my feelings for this <laughs> man in the positive sense. Like this, this was, um, this was amazing. I, the, the sound in this maze yes. was incredible. And, the fact that everything was doused in black paint with white accents and they were using strobes to do all of the, the real work was just, it was divine. I, it was, I don't know how you could walk through this and not be um, not only scared and, and just creeped out, but amazed at, at, at what they were doing. The subway scene alone yeah. was incredible the monkeys were just on point everything in this maze i i just absolutely loved it that they they immersed you into the story as soon as you got out of the line and you you got into this the sub line they started immersing you into the story they blasting you with these gases and all this stuff uh, i just i i don't know man i can't say enough about how amazing this maze was. And, you know, you'd, you'd think going through a maze like this and all the strobe effects that they're using and all the light effects that they're using would start getting you nauseous or any of that stuff. It didn't. They, it was so well done and balanced that it, uh, there were points where it was like, yeah, the strobe's hitting you hard and you don't know what's going on, but it gets sub more subtle. You go through more darkness. It, oh, creepy as fuck. I loved, I absolutely loved this maze. There's very few times that I get genuinely scared in a house. Like there's fun, there's being fun scared and then there's generally being frightened. And I was yeah. frightened the first time going through this. Like after you leave the subway and through the room full of people and you're in the catacombs, that's oh, where it's yeah. the darkest and where the biggest, I think the, the closest jump scares are. I was genuinely frightened. 
I don't think it's ever happened until this year that I've been frightened again, already knowing what was going to happen. I felt anxious many times in that house, and that has never happened throughout an entire season before. Uh, This. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, I, every time I walked out of that, how, that, that maze, my, my pulse was racing. Yeah. Uh, I did some, again, the statistician in me, I did some number things here and this is my 28 was my 20th year going to Halloween Horror Night. So I looked it up. Uh, there were 147 houses in those 20 years. Now I, I didn't go to all of them. We've discussed this on the show, but let's say on the very low side, I did a hundred houses. It's probably been more than that, Yeah, but at least a hundred houses Dead exposure is with no argument without any thought in my top five with a little bit of thought it's probably in my top three really hammering it down it might be higher if i were to really think about it i i think about this and and i've thought about this maze all for the last what four months five months however long it's been and there's no misses right like there's nothing in in the from the when you walk through that that chain link fence uh, that gets you started into this, there is nothing in this maze that I could even start to criticize. Yeah, like straight up nothing. I, I everything I think about, every piece I remember, everything that I walk through, I'm like hit 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 <laughs> nothing wrong with this uh, it's as close to a perfect maze as i've ever been yeah and you hit the nail on the head my my favorite absolute moment my favorite one piece if i could reach down and pick it out and hold on to it forever my favorite piece of all halloween harnates 28 is the subway scene the way it looked more so the way it sounded mixed in with the lights it it was a sound design in that house that hooked me from the get-go and then and that is the highlight of already what is an amazing sound design for an entire uh attraction i i love that room and the character was good too and two nights i actually got to see shelby as that character uh i think karen and kevin did as well and but that i mean that yeah this is it's it's so strange it was so dark uh but but what they did with the lights and the sounds and the characters, it was just, it was just amazing. I mean, it, it is the only house that every night I did go that I went into that house. Uh, everything else I Same. mixed up, but patient zero dead exposure patient zero. I went to every time I went, including the, my, the plague night. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it, it was, uh, every night we went, I, it was a must do for me. Yep. Um, it, it just, it was, and and that's the crazy thing about it is like uh, the blackness, the darkness. We've had mazes where I've gone through and it's just too freaking dark yeah. and I can't see anything and I don't like it. Right. It's like, I, but this, because it was intentionally so, they made sure that everything that they wanted you to see was brought out into a place or or a it was highlighted in a way or it was lit in a way or sounded something that you couldn't not notice it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like all that extra attention to making sure you saw all the details was was there. I I I, I mean I wish I actually wish pe- people could see my hands while I'm talking <laughs> about this. Because it's almost like the the um, 
the 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 keyboard thing for Don Cherry <laughs> that I'm doing here because uh, because I'm just like like my hands are just yeah. going crazy because I, I I'm just my 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 voice alone isn't enough to describe how it's, cool this was it's it and and I think for unless they continue to do houses or even just rooms in that fashion it's going to be impossible to explain to someone that hasn't seen this how good this is because explaining how everything is completely black and they blind you before you go in yet it's the scariest thing i experienced that year doesn't make sense right unless you've seen it exactly right exactly right like oh so they blinded you everything was black and you just stumbled through a black maze of shit no (laughs) no no, that's not it this was um yeah, that first monkey, oh, <laughs> oh man, it was like, uh, I, I mean, we, I, I called it the monkey when we first saw the video and I'm like, uh, uh, immediately I get hit with this first monkey and I'm like, great, that's my monkey. And then there's another one and another <laughs> one. And then, you know, and then you transition into the, the subway and then the catacomb, it just hit after hit after hit after hit. Uh, <sighs> There are two funny things about this house, though, two funny stories. One, you said the monkey, and I think it was—I think it was opening weekend. If it wasn't opening weekend, it was really damn close. I went into it because, of course, I went in every time I went there. I just said that someone must have tripped and fell and got really hurt because we were standing in that room for an unusually long time. So much to the fact that, like, first that's the screaming monkey soundtrack, like, really <laughs> drove you insane, and then it got to the point where you're just like laughing with insanity. That's how long <laughs> I was stuck in that room. <laughs> The second thing which was funny was, and I don't think we experienced it directly, but I know you'll be able to know what I'm talking about. When you come out of the subway, if you drift even the slightest bit to the left, you'll run into a a static mannequin. So many people in front of me just stopped because you just went through this whole flash load (laughs) overload sensory in in the subway and they'd stop behind this mannequin and I'm like, kind of like nudging them like, no, no, go. I think it was me and Hunter and Kenny. If it wasn't us, I don't know who else it was, but I think it was me, Hunter, and Kenny ended up nicknaming that mannequin Stan for Stan because <laughs> people would just stand behind him. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's great. So that's, mm. but, that, but yeah. Yeah. God damn. Patient zero. I came out of that maze every time going, holy fuck, that's great. <laughs> yep. You know, like just, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the only thing we didn't talk about, and it's probably because we didn't go to it till we're on our way out, was the harvest. Yeah. Um and uh and, and that's unfortunate because I actually thought this is the first year in quite a long time yeah. that they've used that area really, really well. Yes, it is. Uh I thought that the characters that they had, especially the still walking characters, were were really well designed. I thought that the theme was really, really well done. Um every uh every nook and cranny had characters. There was no like empty stages like the chance here or anything like that. Um and it was just this really creepy Halloween feel to it. Like you came through it and you felt like yeah, yeah, fuck yeah! This is Halloween. This is pumpkins. This is you know, this is the 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 evil creepiness that goes on in. I, I thought it was excellent. Yep. Yeah, much better than the past couple of years. It's just it's one of those. Uh, it's the location of it that uh, for me is detrimental because I'm usually headed 
past it or to mm-hmm. the right. So I didn't see it as much as all the other stuff, but yeah, it was much better than it's been in the past years. I, I liked mm-hmm. it. I did and, like and it this year. As a, a thoroughfare introduction to Halloween Horror Nights that, that they want to be using it for, I think it did a great job mm-hmm. this year. It, it did. You know, it really felt like Halloween and Horror Nights and, and it, not even Horror Nights, but it just felt like Halloween and, and it gave you that that rustic, creepy farm feel and uh, uh, great, great job. Great, yep. great job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Much, 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 much better than, than the chance zone. The uh, only other attraction, and I don't want to make it uh, ignore that I was there, was Academy of Villains Cyberpunk, which I, I gave my review in the opening act we, or opening weekend. We didn't go see it. It no. was not high on our list, and it was none of our three things, so we didn't use up that time for something that I'm not going to say we didn't like that wasn't high on our list. I think we've explained at nausea that it's just not our thing and it's has nothing to do with anything else other than that yeah yeah um you know to 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 cover all the bases these guys are amazing yep they they are in such fit shape they have skills and 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 you know they practice and uh, uh they're they're athletes they're really absolutely what they are they're athletes disagree and and uh uh you know if you're into what they do go see them Academy of Villains, uh, f- from all reports, is an amazing show. They are athletes. They're just, it's not my thing. And I, yeah, can't really give a, a I don't want to give a report on them simply because I don't want to do them a disservice. Yeah, I, I, I did my report and it was, it was positive. It's just, it's, it's not something I did every night. That's all there is to it. It's nothing wrong with it. And like I said, uh, we had our sights set on other things and we did it. And, uh, and I think and we had more than a great time. I think we're in the minority. Uh, uh, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not so, arguing so that at all. <laughs> obviously a lot of the fans are really enjoying Academy of villains. And so, you know, for those, for, for that, I'm glad that they, they got a good venue this year. Yep. They, they, they got really screwed last year when <laughs> the uh, Irma, yeah. Hurricane Irma. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And from all accounts, they did an amazing job with being screwed over, not getting their stage yep. and all that stuff. They still, the show must go on and they did their show. Uh, and again, that, that just goes to show how professional these guys really are. Yep. So, you know, if it's your thing and you like those dance shows, go see them because, yes. you know, support everything that they're doing and yeah, do it. That's really the important part. You're absolutely right. Yep. That's, yeah. that's a great way to, way to say that. Yeah. So uh, I did want to talk about merchandise because I thought I was thinking I didn't really have much in merchandise, but then I realized I actually have quite a lot when you think about it, if, depending on what you call merchandise. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess for the true piece, pieces or piece, I guess piece of merchandise, I was lucky enough to get one of the round beer blinky cups before they sold out, and you can only get the crappy square split cups. Yeah. Now, yeah. Had, had I known that they were going to run out even before, well, before you got there, they ran out when Karen got there. If I knew that I would have, you know, gotten in that, in that first week, I would have gotten three, but I had no idea. Eh, it It is what it is. Yeah. I've, um, I, I'm hoping that, that, uh, Mardi Gras this year runs out of the square cup <laughs> to get something better yeah. in the next year, but whatever it is, what it is. Um, I mean, th- they've ramped down their alcohol game in the last couple of years. I 
disagree with it. And I don't yeah. think it solved any problems. No, and, certainly uh, not this year. Right. And so I'm hoping that they realize that it hasn't ser- solved any problems and they reopen their bars, but whatever it's, it is what it is. Um, we did taste the, um, the specialty drinks this yep. year. And I've realized that I don't like the specialty drinks unless I can pour in an extra couple of shots. of <laughs> You're Right. But, it's true. You know, Cause it's too sweet. And, and they're just not, it's not what I want to drink. Yes. And so we drank a lot of beer. The beers were good. Uh, passable anyway you know, the beers i'll uh, tell you this the episode hunter and i did about the drinks this year mm-hmm. the amount of beer selection they had was was fantastic yes and that that we always get feedback on all our episodes and i absolutely appreciate that i appreciate every single person that even listens to it for a second even if they're sick of my gravelly voice at this point turn it off that's fine as long as you took time to listen i appreciate that but that that was the one where we got the most unique immediate feedback and i'm, I'm talking real specific i mean like people had written right away saying, Oh, I didn't know they had this. I'm going to go find that to people sending pictures. Oh, I found this. Thank you for bringing it out to people asking, where did you find this again? And it's like, it was very strange. It was the most unique feedback we've gotten. I think on any show because of the amount of selection that they had that people didn't know about until we put it out there. I'm really glad him and I did that. And I had a ton of fun doing it with him as well. Oh, and and he's a super guy. I met him a couple of times too. This yeah. this um uh this go through and um real pleasure meeting that guy. He's uh, I yeah. I mean it's when when I can't be there to do those types of episodes with you and you you find people like him to do them with. I'm always happy when you find a guy like him. It's even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just a super guy. Really, really enjoyed meeting him. Yep. So that was, yeah, the, the beers were, their beer game was amped up. And that was, that's one of the things I've always asked our, I shouldn't say always, I've, I've mentioned to our PR person, I really would like to talk to the person that gets to, to, uh, decide that. And it was, it was either her or someone else I talked to. I want to say her, I'll give her the credit saying, say, oh, that'd be great because they, they never get these opportunities. And I just, it just, oh the season gets so busy. I don't get to follow through. I really got to try to make a conscious effort to talk beer with the guy that picks the beer. Cause I think it would be a, a unique opportunity for both of us. Yeah, for sure. And if I can get on that call, yeah, right. Happy, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Um, they, they had a lot of really good beer this, this year and, um, yeah, you can, you can find the drinks if you're looking for them. Yep. Uh, but all in all, um, again, it, I, I miss the days when, when bar was the, the sign you saw the most. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it didn't used to be, you didn't have to used to know the, uh, secret, secret Mm-mm. spots nope. that are less secret every year, which is a good thing. But, uh, the other merchandise thing I was talking about where I said, I didn't think I had a lot, but I kind of do is that I, we didn't talk about this. This is the second half of why Shelby wasn't on the show. I'm sure everyone that's listening mm-hmm. to this knows this. She drew seven custom, uh, pieces of artwork for this and they were printed in 50 limited edition of 50 each. And I have each one. She did seven pieces. I have all seven pieces. The, uh, sixth and seventh were released on the same night. I have them all. I, wasn't necessarily intending to get them because I have quite a few pieces of artwork that Shelby had generously given me and has, has done for me. But I picked up the very first one to to take a look at the print because I didn't know what kind of stock it was on or whatnot or what quality it was. I looked at it and said, wow, this is thinking really good quality. 
And then the guy in the store says the magic words. That's the last one. <laughs> and I was like, well, I have to buy this. And now that I bought that, I had to buy all the others. Now it's the last one, but it's 48 out of 50. And that is, I, 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 I posted that I had the last one and some, I wouldn't say so many, but quite a few people went, well, why is it only 48? I'm like, well, because having all the prints isn't always just enough for everybody. Some people have to have the print of the same number or sequential numbers for some reason, because then they win Halloween Hard night fandom. I guess I don't right. know as long as they're not hurting anybody, whatever, but that's probably why I'm sure I'm not yep, sure, somebody- but I'd, I'd be willing to put money on someone has all seven with the same number on there. If not more than yeah. one person, all, all seven have all the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and whatever. Um, I got a, I got a couple of them too. Uh, you were nice enough to well, actually, not you, your wife. No, I got was, you the first one <laughs> myself. Oh, did you? The oh, Vamp okay, 85 thought, one. Yes, I, I did. Oh, okay. I thought well, Christy got me that. Well, it was after Vamp 85 um, that they started to really go fast. And I had gotten patient zero. What number? I don't even know what number I got, but I know there wasn't many there. Okay, 31. So let's say there was 10 there. And I was like, wow, that's, 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 that's pretty mm-hmm. low for opening night. I did have my wife did have her pick up the rest. So I did kind of cheat. I'll, I'll admit. Yeah, and and I got Vamp eighty five just because I knew Shelby was psyched for Vamp eighty five. Um, whether whether that it held up to what she was psyched for or not, I knew that she was going to do a really good job with it. When I saw the print, I really loved it, and it was just it was like boom, yeah. Can you please get me a Vamp eighty five? Yeah. So I do have the Vamp eighty five, and I have the Patient Zero, I believe. Yep. Um, and the uh, you should have the Amazon one too. I picked that up for you. The Amazon uh, Slaughter Cinema one. I probably do. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, that, I, I'm just I'm looking through my stuff and I, I got just, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, see that yeah, one. So. We were lucky to get that one because when they would sell out of these prints, they would sell the display, which was like I don't know four or five times the size. And the guy right. that wanted the display didn't want a chance that he wouldn't get it, so he bought all the regular size ones that were left, so he could go ahead and buy yep. the big one and handed them out to cast members. Yep. So the fact that you and I both got a Slaughter Cinema is pretty... And actually, I, I picked one up for Johnny, too. So the three of us, we got very lucky. Yeah. Yep. That was really freaking <laughs> cool. And I am so happy for our co-host or, or sometimes co-host that she got this opportunity. Well, our, our friend first and then co-host second. Absolutely <laughs> friend first. Um, yeah, she's... Uh, she's. It's weird. Um, I've only met her in person like you know a handful or two of times but she's yeah she's really really an awesome person i interact with her on social media and and chats and whatever and uh yeah she's she's a super awesome person and i'm i'm really happy that that you and i decided to interview her that yeah. first time and and subsequently got to know her and got to to be her friend and yeah she's she's amazing yep um Good on her for this year. Absolutely. Yeah, these are going up. I I guess this one section of my wall is my Shelby wall because I have the, uh, um, she gave me a hogfather drawing she had done, and she drew a War of the Worlds tripod for me, and I'm going to put these up there as well. I, if anyone hasn't seen all seven, maybe I should take a picture to go along with this. Mm-hmm. In fact, I might, but it's Ernest Lee from Carnival of Carnage. I think I have these in order. Ernest Lee from Carnival of Carnage. Two of the vamps from Vamp 85. Uh, two zombies from Dead Exposure, and one of them is the Subway Zombie, which is yep. awesome because that's my favorite scene. And she did play that. Yep. Uh, 
two of the characters from Twisted Traditions, uh, the what is, is Cannibal Amazon? What was the name of that Cannibal Amazon no. Women from the? I forget the name of the movie, but it's the yeah. the Cannibal Amazon uh, 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 character Amazon from Vixens from Hansel Hansel and Gretel or Hansel and Gretel, I guess properly said, yeah. Scary Tales, which is again. Two characters I wouldn't have picked, ended up loving and glad to see. Obviously, they because I Shelby had to have drawn these before you know they could release them, so they they gave her what to draw, and so they had they knew what they had with Hansel and Gretel, mm-hmm. and then yeah. a, a version of the uh, or I guess it's not a version of the the exact pumpkin logo from the fast holder stuff, but it's a pumpkin logo yeah. for 2018. So these are these are all going up on the same wall of the other stuff I have from her. So yes, I was very happy to uh, had. Wasn't intending to get all seven, but once it got rolling, I could I I couldn't resist. I had to get them. Yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself for not getting <laughs> you to get me all seven, but you know. Um, one of the other things uh, merchandise that I really enjoyed was the the uh, pumpkin shirt. That logo was uh, killer. I love that it logo. Was. That logo was really really good. I it's actually in in, in high rotation in my shirts these days. Um, I just I I really like that logo. I really like that that demonic crumpled pumpkin thing and it looks really cool so that was that was another highlight for merchandise say so, you know what i don't have that shirt so feel free to wear it when i pick you up from the airport next year ah that's that's <laughs> probably <a good> thing. <laughs> that way we yeah. won't be wearing the same shirt yeah uh, you know what you'll probably have bought one by that time i could we'll i could get one on ebay it. probably yeah. at this point pretty easily yeah i guess God. damn it all right, so I think we hit all the food and drinks. Yeah, everything I have on here we already talked about. Oh, the one other piece of merchandise I did get. Oh, Christ. Oh, God, I forgot to mention this. Christy had bought me the Amulet of Fear lanyard. She bought <sighs> yeah. it for me, I think, before the event started because she knows me and my whole lanyard history, so she wanted mm-hmm. me the one to get me that, and I tried it out. And All right, it's, let's 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 be honest <laughs> it's not great but the the picture on the the actual printed lanyard was nice so i took the skull off i have it on my bookshelf and i i use that lanyard the rest of the season so the lanyard is nice but the the skull part <laughs> it's like that simpsons cake at least you tried yeah i uh, part of it was it was just way too big yeah <laughs> that's true you know? On the end of a lanyard, that that was really big. On the end of a lanyard, mm-hmm. uh, the second part of it was like the 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 whole interactive part of it. Um, mm, mm, yeah, no, no, just, just no. Uh, not, this don't want to see that in the mazes. I don't want to see that. Uh, it, it, no, um, <laughs> I think uh, based on the pricing schemes that happened throughout the event, they realized that that was a real dud, and they won't do it again. No. Yeah, well, they tried something. I mean, Mickey has those, or Mickey, uh, fucking yeah, Disney. Disney. Ha- Disney has a billion different ears for things, and they're trying to find something to go with their biggest events. So, I mean, hey, took a chance. Yeah. Not every chance paid off. That's the way yeah. it goes. And I'm sure the way that with the amount that they had, I'm sure they never ended up selling them less for than cost to produce. So at least there was probably a break even point by the time all was said and done. Right. All right. Um, before we get into ratings, uh, I've got a few more notes okay. that I'd like to get to, if you don't mind. Not at all. All right. So, Bill and Ted, I actually have to admit that I didn't miss it as much as I thought I would. Okay. Um, I 
to me, it was a staple because yes. I'd seen it every time and, and all that stuff. And then, you know, that we got back home from that first night and I was like, yeah, we didn't see a bill in Ted show. And I, I, I kind of actually didn't miss it. I, I was fine with just taking a little slower, sitting down and having a beer every now and again and resting. And I miss some of the dancers because, <laughs> uh, you know, there, there were a lot of cute dancers talented cute dancers don't get me wrong i i appreciated the dancing as much as i did the cuteness but uh, i didn't miss it as much as i thought right i i you know i didn't really think about it but yeah it would have been nice to have but yeah i didn't didn't yeah. miss it um the icon of this year in my opinion and we didn't really we haven't really woven this into our conversation at all was the 80s yes true and Everything just, they did it so subtly in everything and they wove it through everything you could think about that the reason we haven't been talking about it is because they didn't bludgeon you with yes. it. Yes. Right? Yes. It was just this mainstream thing that went through the whole event. It tied everything together really nicely. Everything was really related to the 80s in some way, shape, or form. And it was kind of cool. And the music that was going on was all eighties music, which, you know, for you and me, especially nostalgia, <laughs> yeah. all this good stuff. Um, I, I just, I thought that they balanced the eighties through this without bludgeoning with you with it. And that is something that is, that should be called out because even though the eighties flowed through everything, they didn't bludgeon you with it. Like a lot of people expected. True. Um, <laughs> Oh, again, Midway Reprise, Greg, uh, we, we went through the park with Greg two or three nights mm -hmm. in a row. Uh, absolutely stellar guy. <laughs> um, it was, a, it was a real pleasure meeting him. Uh, I, I thought that, um, it, I mean, I, I would go to Halloween Horror Nights with him every year. Yeah. No problem. Uh, just super guy. Um, uh, beer <laughs> speaking of beer, um, your beers. Oh, <laughs> and your, your, your themed beers for all of the, a lot of them were mazes, twisted taters, whatever. I had 13 beers of Matt's <laughs> beers. Uh, well, I had multiple of amounts the of the 13 yeah. beers. I was hammered the whole time I was with Matt is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, pretty much. Uh, those were really good beers. Well, thank you. Uh, I thought it, it's one of my highlights of, of that trip. And, um, uh, the, the cap thing that I did put together for you was, was like, like I, I enjoyed them so much. It was like, I made sure I got one cap of each just <laughs> yep. so that I could, I could put that together and just, you know, send that out. Uh, all the beers were awesome. Uh, Thank you. even the candy corn beer was, was really cool. Like yeah, very was, unique and, and it tasted good. It really shouldn't have been, but it was right. It, and, and the only one that I that that we thought was kind of odd was the one that you made with the cereal. Uh, but that wasn't one of the thirteen. That was the Halloween special for a different show. That's right. It wasn't one of the yep. thirteen. So yeah, okay. So uh, all the beers I I really enjoyed. Uh, I think Chainsaw Splatter was my favorite. Me too. Yeah. Uh, that that red was just mm, good. Well, thank um, you. See, da, 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 da. I think that's that's the extent of the things that I haven't hit yet. All right, 
Let's see, but I think that's pretty much what I have in my notes. There's some stuff I want to talk about for next year, but let's talk about what our rankings are. And I do have a comparison for my houses, not for my scare zones, though. I don't know what my hype list was prior to that, but I do have my houses. So let's do scare zones first because I don't have a comparison. Okay. So I'll go first. I will say, again, ranking them is an exercise because I don't really have any that I didn't like, but so I'll say my, these are my top five, you know, it only happens to be five. Yeah. The harvest is first. And that is just like based on a uh, location. I didn't, I, I, I put harvest as five because I spent the least amount of time in it. Cause either went around it or I zipped through it on my way to something else, but there's nothing wrong with that. Wait, uh, but the harvest is five. Yeah. What? Huh. Oh, well, I'll see why. Okay. Wait, uh, the har- are, are we talking about the same? The harvest is the one at the entrance. Oh, okay. So then I have, uh, never mind. Go ahead. Okay. I know what you're going to say then. So harvest is five. Vamp 85 is number four for, I pretty much discussed why that's there. Surprisingly, Revenge of Chucky, it should be higher, but I think it's, it's number three. Uh, which is a huge statement because I think if I don't have my hype list, but I know Chucky was my last place. Mm. So Revenge of Chucky was, was number three. Killer Clowns is number two. I think those two would be reversed if you didn't have your clown thing. I think that's what made Killer Clowns for me above Probably. Chucky. Yeah. And then number one, Trista Traditions. I don't think you're ever going to put something in that location of the park and it's not going to be my number one. Where did you fit Vamp? Number four. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to go through my list the same way you did, but I'm going to go my projection versus what actually happened. Okay. So my projection for number five scare zone was Chucky. My number five scare zone was vamp. Wow. Okay. It's the biggest surprise to me as well. Uh, my projection for number four was going to be killer clowns. My number four is killer clowns mostly (laughs) just because, um, not because of anything technical. Uh, I think killer clowns was executed very well. I just, I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you were, (sighs) yeah. Now, uh, my projection and my, my target for number three were the same and that's the harvest and the entrance. Uh, I, I actually, it, it surprises me that it's that low, but because uh, I think, I think they did a really good job. It's, it's one of the first times that that area has been really well used in the last few years. And I'm happy to say that, that I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, my projection was twisted tradition for number two. My actual number two is revenge of Chucky. Wow. Damn. Uh, dude. Chucky was awesome. I know. It's, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. There's no Chucky way. Went, Chucky went from number five to number two on my list, right? Uh, Vamp went from number five on my projections, or sorry, number one on my projections to number five on my list, and the top one for me is Twisted Tradition. Yes. Uh, Twisted Tradition was. Uh, it was number two on my projection. So that's not a really big surprise, but it really nailed it. Yeah. Uh, the, the set pieces, the, 
his characters, the mood, the everything that they did in that that maze was just the pumpkins in the trees. Oh, that's always so <laughs> cool. You know, like the lighting and all that stuff. And that that zone always has an edge because of its location and because of its the the ambiance that it already has with the hanging trees and all that stuff. But they they really killed it this yep. year. Oh yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I always love that area. Even when they decide to change it up a little bit, like in 25 five or six, what was layer of the Banshee 26 with, and mm. just use lights and not have lanterns or anything hanging from yeah. there. I still love it. I still love that. Yeah. Area. And, and, and I think that, that those overhanging trees and the, like the vegetation that is there in that area just lends to that Halloween feel, right? Like that, that sort of, cause they usually utilize that, in, in part of their theme where even like when Banshee it's like the rocks and the, 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 the whole old Celtic sort of feel to it. And it's just, they use that so well that it, it kind of just has a, a natural greenery advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> houses, <laughs> all right, well, we'll go back and forth. So I'll start and I'll say my projected number 10 was horrors of blumhouse and my mm-hmm. real number 10 my ranking number 10 was horrors of blumhouse hmm. my number 10 uh actually my number 11 <laughs> was horrors of blumhouse <laughs> and my actual number 11 was halloween 4 really yeah wow that's uh, surprising I, I thought they did happy death day really well and I, I think Raul had a big deal to yeah, do no, I'm with sure, Blumhouse yeah. pumping up a little bit for me. But I, I also, I genuinely thought that Blumhouse was executed much, much better this year. And I thought that Halloween 4 was a week. Wow. Okay. So um, number nine, I thought was going to be Halloween 4. It ended up being Trick or Treat. Hmm. So number nine, uh, number 10 for me in the projection list was revenge of the mummy and, uh, revenge of the mummy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. You remember? Yeah. 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 That was my thing on the, yes, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So so number nine was actually for me. I remember uh, now. Yep. Projected wise Halloween four and this year ended up being Blumhouse. Uh, so no, actually Blumhouse came in at number 10 for me because revenge of the mummy still beat right. Blumhouse this year. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, that revenge of the mummy was, was, uh, head of Blumhouse on Halloween four, uh, Halloween four beat up revenge of the mummy in my projection list, but yeah, whatever. But so, yes, I was Halloween four at the bottom Blumhouse next up. All right. So number eight, that's where I thought trick or treat was actually going to land. And surprisingly, it ended up being Stranger Things for as as screen accurate as that was, it's my my um, it's my number eight, which just I think screams how awesome the rest of the event was this year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a, a theme going through my list, too. It's like like where certain things fall, it screams how it, it like you said, screams exactly how good this, this event was this year. Yep. Cause uh trick or treat is, does come in at my number eight, I guess we're talking about mm-hmm. uh, 10, nine, yeah. Yep. Number eight. Uh, and it was my number eight 
as called out. Right. So that was one of the few places where it actually <laughs> mapped out. Okay. Gotcha. So number seven, this surprises me. Like considering now that the event's over, number seven at the time before the gates opened was dead exposure for me. Yeah, I know. And ended up being Halloween four. And I think it's higher on my list for not, not really a, a, the same reason or even a similar reason, but for a specific reason, the fact that it had changed so much for the better over the entire course of the event for me I th- like like route the experience yeah. of our old moves blumhouse up for you i think halloween got bumped up because of the overall experience not just the house mm-hmm. on its own and, and that makes a lot of sense to me because like the the couple of years that i've gone to the media event and we've done that and then i've seen how you know i've gone later in the year and seen how how's this change it totally makes sense to me how something can grow on you a little more and 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 climb up your list that way. That, mm. that totally makes sense. Uh, so for me, I projected number seven would be poltergeist. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Right. Um, and my number seven is actually stranger things. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, stranger things was good. Yeah. And yet here we go. It's, um, right above trick or treat. (laughs) (laughs) So number six, that's where I thought stranger things was going to land. So that dropped a little bit and my real number six. And again, the way we raved about it only goes to show how much, how much there was to love about this year. My number six is seeds of extinction. And I say that begrudgingly, but honestly, what's left on our list, there's nothing I can say for six, five and four that I will yeah, I can't be begrudgingly about it. It's so hard at this point now to narrow down these last ones. I can't argue with you with that. Uh, my number six was also uh, projection was also Stranger Things. Um, and my number six comes in with Slaughter Cinema. Mm. Um, again, we I, I, I said nothing negative about this maze. And it's number six. Yeah. Like, like this was. This is a number one maze in many, many years that we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yes. It, 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 it really is. It, it hit. It, it, we, we compared it to things like H&R Blood and Guts and stuff like that. And, and it's really uh, just, it's a tragedy that it has to come in at number six. It's yeah. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. Um, number five, this is where I thought Seeds of Extinction was going to be. So it's not that different. It's in that middle range. And that's where I've ended up putting Slaughter Cinema. And it, we've said everything about it and everything you just said about mm. it as well. It's like, it, this would be number one almost any other year. It's it yep. had some serious competition this year. So my... Uh uh, my number five was also Seeds of Extinction in projection. And my number five in actuality comes in at Scary Tales Deadly Ever. After. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and again, nothing negative to say <laughs> about this at all. I, 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 I mean, I had to make a list, right? And so the top six in this list was probably the hardest ordering I've had to do in any of our shows yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Like, like this, this year was just crazy. Yep. Good. Crazy, crazy good. Uh, Number four, number four. I thought that's where I safely put poltergeist. 
Uh, that was my projection, but my real number four is Carnival Graveyard. Okay. And uh, now I there's think- no defending this because it's like, it's just, it's all yeah. good. I can't, yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't have to defend it to you. You get it. And anyone listening, yeah. I think, gets it now too. And my projection was also Scary Tales for number four. Uh, and my number four, and this is something where uh, this is probably the highest I've ever ever rated an ip maze and it's poltergeist okay. at number four um i i wish i could have put it higher but looking at the my top three i just can't <laughs> like like i yeah it, this 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 maze is is everything you want from an ip maze yep. there, there's nothing at all in this maze that that is bad and yet I just can't put it higher than number four. Yeah. I, again, none of these I can argue with once we're past the first two or three. Right. Right. <sighs> exactly. Number three, that's the only one that matches. So for my projection and for my last ranking, I have scary tales in both positions. Ah, yes. That, I, I remember you ranking scary tales a lot higher than I was. And, and, uh, that's, Mostly because your history was yep. scary tales, uh, which is fine. Uh, my number three, I had Slaughter Cinema, Cinema uh, projected as number three, and it, it lost out to Seeds of Extinction. Wow. Seeds, yeah, Seeds of Extinction was a breath of fresh air in many ways. It was, um, it was so unique, so scary and unique. And, um, like it gave me chills in certain areas that, that I just, yeah, it, it was a really special maze. Yeah. It's that's yeah. Again, no, I don't know why I'm going to try to argue or agree because that's how it is. <laughs> Number two, this might be, you said you had this, you're uh, well, I'll say first my, that my, uh, projection was slaughter cinema. And I don't think that projection was wrong. It just didn't, that's just not where mm, it fell. Yeah. Yeah. And, but this uh, this might be the highest I've ever rated a. Uh, I'd have to go back and actually and listen since twenty five. But this might be the highest I've ever rated an IP, and that's my number two is Poltergeist. You know, and I can't argue that. I, I really can't, like, because again, we're beating this to death for good reason. By the way, yeah. <laughs> beating this to death that ever since we said Stranger Things, anything, it's hard to pick. Right. Um, I was a stalwart for dead exposure. It came in at my number two on my projections list and it was number one for a long, long time. Um, it came in at number two on my projections list and number two on my actual list wow. is carnival graveyard ah, okay. and carnival graveyard is that high solely due to Mel's dying yeah. <laughs> in, uh, on Twitter. Uh, Mama Mel's and and her uh, coercion of her cast to make this an extra special maze for me. Um, they really did. Uh, every freaking time I went through this maze, uh, they, they the game was afoot and they really, really went the extra mile. And if it wasn't for that feeling of inclusion, it might have slipped a few, but uh, it it was amazing, and and the characters made it that way for me. Oh yeah. All right. So number one, I don't think it's a surprise since the way we just kind of the show completely stopped and turned into a 
spotlight yeah. on this one. My well, my my projection was Carnival Graveyard. Yep. And Same. my actual was Dead Exposure Patient Zero. Same. Yep. <laughs> um uh, I I you know, it was uh, it was a one of the most perfect mazes I think they've ever done. Yep. Uh, it, it, I, I'm happy that I've been vindicated in keeping it in my top two. Uh, I'm just kind of kicking myself now for not keeping it in my top <laughs> one. Uh, it's yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, it was, it was crazy. Um, never in my wildest dreams did I expect to get what I got. I know. Yep. Um, it's yeah it was i i i don't know what i expected at this point it's it's i've been through it so many times since i since it was announced that's i don't but obviously if i had it at what it was at number seven out of ten mm-hmm. my expectations weren't high or i was very cautious about it but oh my god that i love this house and i know it's not for everybody and i think that's what's been great about this year is that there is so many top contenders that not we have so much diversity. The reaction from the community, I thought, was pretty good. Like, there was all across the spectrum, people like different things. But we almost all universally agreed that this was one of the best years yeah. they've ever done. Yep. We, we almost all universally agreed that it was hard to pick top things or the best thing or who's the best or what's the best, right? Like it's a hard thing to do. And, uh, I, yeah. Um, it's a unique year. Cause I have talked to a couple people that were kind of like, this is, this is like a, a, a toned down from what I'm used to. It doesn't have the gore, doesn't have the blood. So you have got clowns and you've got stranger things, but they didn't say that it was bad. And they also said they had fun. So even the people that I've talked to, and I know this is, you're never going to get a hundred percent consensus, yeah. but even the people I talked to that were disappointed by the, uh, the, the theme this year, the little, the, you know, the kind of, kind of the, the, the different way they presented things this year still had fun with it. They don't want to mm. see this happen every year. And that's, I would probably be the same way too. So even, sure. even the, the most vocal detractors that I know personally still had fun and went, several times so you know yeah. that says something as well right um I, I agree there was there was no real good gore house this year it was uh, the most of the, the scares were cerebral or jump scare stories things it was kind of toned down that way um i hope that that's not a trend right because i like the gore houses and i like some of that um i don't think that was i i to me that didn't detract from it there were one of the things that that if we're going to start picking some nits uh, and we probably should, because that's how our show goes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the nits that I have is, is that the uh, there was no really uh, immersive scare zone to me. You know what I'm what I'm talking about is like that that whole um, uh, the, the ones that they do that are like post apocalyptics where they they kind of like the characters kind of like pull you into the drama of what's uh, going on I, and that kind of stuff. I don't know. One night you and I went and we went to Tristan twisted traditions. We got uh, pulled into true. this pulled into the story about the, the broken down car and the girl looking that for a boyfriend. That is, that is true. That is very, very true. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about the church there too. Yeah. Okay, no, though there you were. You're absolutely right. That 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 you're you're right. I, I'm I retract my statement. Wow, this might be a first for the show. I'm going to mark the time uh, stamp on there. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I do retract it because I remember that now, and I, I also remember that that there was a batch of characters around that church that were doing uh, they were doing God's work. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, uh y- yeah, you got me. All right. Uh, this was a great year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's the bottom line. Did we have fun? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, the, the, the only thing that you mentioned, I didn't even, and here's the thing. This year was so good. I didn't even really realize that I missed gore. Yeah. All. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, there wasn't really a gore house this year. I don't know. I had such a good time this year. Me too. Um, part of my good time this year, I think, was also the fact that I got to go five nights. Let me and- ask you about that. Yes. I, now, it's like, well, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Maybe you're going to answer my question. Probably. Um, they, so we, we did the first night the way we always do Halloween Horror Nights. We did everything because Raul really needed to see everything. And it's also one of my things. I like to do at least one night where I just go and I do everything and I immerse myself and I, I don't let my brain really breathe and just bombard myself with Halloween Horror Nights. And that's what we did the first night. Yep. And then all of the other four nights that we went, we went after dark. Yes. And we'd spend three to four hours doing the top things we wanted to do and a few other things. And, you know, we'd go and we went and visited mama Mel's every night <laughs> and we went and visited, you know, just, just visited different scare zones every night and just kind of like, it was the first time I've really experienced Halloween horror nights where I just kind of got to hang out and breathe and, and, you know, kind of immerse myself into what locals get to do. Where it's like, you know, they, go every night and they just kind of hang out in the scare zones and they go to a few mazes. And if they don't, you know, if that maze is like four hour wait, they just don't go and, and whatever. Um, it was a really, really interesting, fun <laughs> way to experience Halloween Horror Nights. And I think, uh, I, I hope I can do it again. That's kind of my question. It's like, what is it like to be able to, you know, take the night, think about what you just went through and then be able to go back to specific things that you want to get more of for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and then that's really it is like, I, I mean, the amount of times that we went through dead exposure and seeds of extinction was, was kind of crazy and carnival graveyard was kind of crazy. It was just like, okay, so these are the top three things I need to do. I got a fast pass every night. So these, this is on the list, right? right. Sort of thing. Um, and then, and then the, 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 crazy thing was like i found that i spent a lot of time in chucky which was (laughs) weird like it totally weird to me to spend that much time in chucky when it was on the lowest on my hype list for projections um and just just uh you know being able to to uh you remember the year that we went where they had uh I think it was 25 where the one scare zone was like the black and white and the color scare zone. Yeah. The, the, the uh, all night dying. Yeah. yeah. All night. Thank you. I missed the color version. Every time I went was the black and white version. 
Right. And I only went one night that year. And, you know, that's the thing where coming these, these second nights where I could have just kind of hung out there for an hour and just went, I'm waiting for shift change. Don't give a shit, whatever that I don't get to do on those nights where, you know, you're trying to get everything in and do everything and, you know, pack it all in and maybe you don't get to go again. Um, It's a great experience. I still think that my first night of every Halloween horror nights, I will go and grab a fast pass and do everything (laughs) I possibly can do all of it and just have that experience. Because I think that experience is worth it. Even Mm -hmm. if that's the only experience you get, it's worth it to do everything in one night to immerse yourself into the event and just like, let it hammer you from all sides is something you shouldn't miss. But then being able to go and repeat is, is pretty cool. Yep. Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Not that I thought for a second you wouldn't. No, it was, it was amazing. (laughs) Oh, Um, right. So, Let's move on here a little bit to 2019. We already know some things about it. And the biggest thing I think that we know about it is that it is 41 nights this year. I know. It starts September 6th. That's crazy, dude. Yes. But I think that means to me that... Uh, Stranger Things Two is coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have this on here. I was like, expect. Uh, I expect an announcement. Any, literally, I do expect one any day now. I'm glad yeah. we're recording on a Friday. I should have this out in the weekend, and we won't get anything till you know, Monday at the earliest. And I expect that first announcement this year to be Stranger Things Two. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I mean, I think it was so successful in packing the crowds in this year that they they can't not follow it up. And the, I think it was intentionally specific that they did s- season one in the first year that they can do season two in this year and, and just keep following it up because it's going to pack the crowds in for years to come. And like I always said with the walking dead, that's great. You know, if, if they find a money pit, that is awesome because that yeah. money pit uh, just funds all of the rest of the stuff that I want to see. And and Stranger Things was good. It was a really it was a fun maze. It, it was it was good. It was just not scary. Yeah, yeah, right. I man, I'm almost sure it's hard to tell with all the things that we hear when you get into the fan community chats and discussions and threads. I think it's been confirmed that they're doing it. It just hasn't been like announced like worldwide yet. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's been confirmed, but just not okay. announced. So if they don't do Stranger Things again, it's because some deal fell through. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wanted too much money or whatever, because I, I can't imagine from either side that they don't want to do this. Again. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I think to me, Stranger Things 2 is a given. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't have any other speculation because honestly, it's like we did speculation in 26, which was fun. And I think we did a little in 27, 28. We didn't really get around to it. And I had so much fun watching the announcements come so fast and furious. That really did not mean to make that connection to that hmm. crappy ride. I just realized, <laughs> uh, but uh, they came in so much uh, more intent- intently than they did in 27. I was happy just to learn it like that. So I'm not really, uh, I have ideas in my head that I can't help pop in and out, but I don't really have any solid speculation. I'm just happy to learn as we go this year. So 
Um, I, I can't believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. Okay. I really can't. But I actually really freaking hope they do Chucky again. Okay. <laughs> because the new Chucky yes. movie, it was just announced. We've got trailers and yep. stuff going on. And I, 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 I they did, they did such a good job with Chucky this last year uh, that if they recreate that and just get new lines for Chucky and, and more jokes for Chucky, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm totally good with that. I won't argue um, that. I, I, when I was talking about my character of the year for, especially for scare zones uh, for Chucky, it was the, the ballerina that, Oh the, yes. Yes. Uh, she was amazing. Um, she, she was her, her facial expressions had this creep factor that were just, I, ah, she was, yeah, she, I, I, every time I saw her in that scare zone, I was just like the shiver went down my spine and she just, and she was a really, just a really cute girl, whatever, but the costume and her facial expressions and the way she moved was just sent that shiver down my spine of just creepiness. Uh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if they can capture that again, I'm totally, I'm on board. Yep. Totally. That's I, yeah, <laughs> especially with the new one coming. It's certainly great. Yeah. So, uh, I, I expect to see some Chucky, Chucky love coming. Um, but other than that, I, I haven't, I, I honestly, I've been working so much and traveling so yeah. much. I have to paying attention. So, it's uh yeah it's it'll be interesting to see what they got coming for us and you know since 25 they had maybe one year since 25 where it's been kind of like mm, okay it's a uh, halloween horror nights mm-hmm. every other year has been ramp up ramp up ramp up ramp up ramp up and, and they keep doing it yeah and, and i just uh I mean, I, I'm looking at the, the the map again, and I'm like, I'm counting the the, the <laughs> things. It's like Stranger Things, Carnival Graveyard, Scary Tales, Poltergeist, Slaughter Cinema, Dead Exposure, Seeds of Extinction. Like, I, I, like out of ten, three of them were like, eh, okay, <laughs> and they were all IPs. Yes, which sure. which they they just kind of like they did an okay job on them. Three out of 10 that means there was seven amazing <laughs> exactly mazes that year and there used to be only seven mazes how there used to be only one but that's right. going way back uh, uh seven was like seven was that number that was locked in i think for the longest i i don't know the numbers but i seven seems to be the one from doing this show that we were on seven houses for the longest time so can you right. imagine if we had those seven houses in one year and that was right. the entire event the entire event like we used to talk about like there's three that you Got to yeah. see the other four. Eh, they're pretty good or whatever, but, but these three are awesome. <laughs> this year, it's like these seven, you can't miss seven. Like, I know. Holy crap. Uh, you know, I, I still watch Twitter and stuff this year. So most of the people were saying you can still do everything in one night. Oh, yeah. This this year, they were like, you've got to be a little more judicious. <laughs> you got to plan your time a little more. But it can be done. It yep. can be done. And I was like, okay, you know, that that's cool that you can still do that. I, I'm, I like that part of the event that where, you know, people that are going, uh, and can, can go for a night, not have to spend the extra money on the, uh, uh express pass and go and see everything yeah. in one night and, and still 
you know, walk away a happy camper. Mm. Um, I, I, I fully expect in, in, you know, the next few years, we're going to get to a point where, yeah, it's going to happen. The event gets big enough where that that's not going to be the case, which is going to be unfortunate, but it's, it's just, it's the nature of, of show business, the beast, the, the, whatever we're doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, there it's uh, (laughs) like it or not, they, they do this to make money. I mean, they, I'm sure that I absolutely, I do know they appreciate their fan base and they're happy about it, but if, I mean, they, it's, 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 um, it's, a they, they do it to make money. They're not podcasters. (laughs) <laughs> they're not like us right right <laughs> we do this for free right do we do it for fun because we like talking about it we like hearing and interacting and everything that goes with it that's not the business model halloween Horror nights is based on i'm afraid no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> i will say that this uh starting in september really fucks up my plans because we're having a big summer beer party introduction to another project and a tasting and whatnot right i was going to do it again kind of duplicate it or improve on the feedback i get in summer for halloween like a pre-halloween hard nights party but it's going to be on the fucking heels of the summer party now at this point i mean i have to have it in august <laughs> i mean i can brew i can brew you know day and night in my sleep but you know the yeast they're on their timeline it's up to yeah, them exactly. to do what they do so yeah. i'll figure something out and i'll let the local uh the people we've met locally know what's going to happen with that and i'll i'll save you what i can no promises uh okay so um <laughs> i'm gonna rely on you for some shout outs here oh god i didn't write many down but i'll do my best <laughs> all right so uh the two guys that we met at finnegan's i forget their names i follow them kenneth on and now. gary yes kenneth and gary uh those two guys were a delight to meet i i had a great time uh meeting them talking to them um it's the the he's doing God's work when he, <laughs> he posts the maps and stuff like that. I, I think he's, he's amazing. Um, we already mentioned Greg, uh, mentioned him again. I think it was one of the highlights of my event was meeting Greg Shelby. I met Shelby a couple of three, four times, whatever mama Mel's mama Mel's. Ah, she's scared. I think you're the, the only one that calls her mama Mel's too. That's the funny part. It's probably because that's that's just uh, she's going to be Mama Mel's to me for a while now. Of course, though she finds a new character and just starts scaring the shit out of me. Right. Um, uh, who else? Um, uh, Nathan. Uh, Nathan that we met. Hunter. Hunter. That we met. Hunter. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, oh, scene. Um, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Of course. Yes. And uh, uh, Melissa, yep, is her name. Yeah, uh, both of those uh, were were fantastic to me. We've we've done some stuff, and I've talked to both of them on on uh, the Skype and the the podcast and stuff before. But it was absolutely wonderful to meet both of those two uh, in person and be able to go through some mazes with them. Uh, totally fun. Um, I think that's, that's all that comes to the top of my head. I, I know I met more people and I'm sorry that I, if anybody, I forgot anybody, I'm really, really sorry, but that was, that was a whirlwind of, of a few days. <laughs> and was, I, I yeah. met, I met a lot of folks. So, yeah. And it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people got lanyards too, which was fun. I'm glad we did yeah. that. Oh, um, that was, the, that was the one thing, the one story is like, yeah, it was like, you know, when we went to Halloween Horror Nights the first night, it was like, you know, I, I need one lanyard in my pocket because 
I got to give him the lanyard to Greg. Oh, right. But, yes. Uh, yeah. Midway Reprise was was the one lanyard that I definitely wanted to give out because his uh, Throwback Thursdays have been uh, just a delight for me the whole time that I've been on Twitter and the whole time that I've been following him. Uh, I so appreciated seeing, you know, he, he listens to our show and he follows us and he you know, he starts calling me out on some of the throwbacks because I, I said, oh, I really <laughs> wish I could have seen that. And I wish I could have seen that. And so initially he was calling me out on some of them. I was like, oh, my God, you have these awesome pictures. And so, yeah, I can't can't say enough about uh, being able to meet Greg and and hanging out with him. And uh, yeah, just super guy. And speaking of lanyards, I, I we still have some left over, so I'm holding on to those. I'm going to get another set printed. Uh, no, I, for once in my podcasting career and making a promo item, I, I made it like year agnostic. Usually I make something that like pertains <laughs> to the year and I can't do anything with them. For some reason, I had the foresight to make this good any year. So we'll have them next year for anyone that didn't get them this year. I'll do the same thing I did last year. Take uh, X amount with me. If you find me, get the lanyard. I know a lot of people got some this year, so I'll, I'll do something else for people that already have the lanyard, but it's something small. We're not going to get crazy. It has to be something I can bring in with me and not be a burden to carry all night. But still, I'll, I'll we'll think of something to go along with the lanyard, maybe a pin mm. or button about, or something. How about bottle caps? Oh, there's that. Yeah, that's true. I, I can do that. Uh. So, yeah, something so, like I said, something something not too small, but something, you know, just thank you. Thank you for listening is what it comes down to. And the lanyards are a lot of fun, and I want to do it again next year. Do What else? Uh, as far as what else we know this year, they are doing the buy one, get one free tickets again. I think, was it? It's the the Wednesday through yeah. or Sunday through Wednesday or Friday. Yep. No, whatever the hell. Not Saturday is what it comes down to. So same thing they did last year. So check that out. HollywoodHardNights.com has way more information than you want to hear me spew here if you haven't already checked it out. As far as the rest of our season goes, I mean, we still have 22, 23, and 24 to actually cover because 25 is when we start picking up live, which is not bad as we go into our fourth year doing this and just wrapping up our 115th episode of what was originally supposed to be a six-month, 25-episode mini-run when we first had this idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> the other thing we still owe... A lot of folks, and and I've been pinged DMs on Twitter on this. I know one you're going to say, times, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, is is our create your own HHN? Oh, that. Episode. Oh no. Okay, yeah. There's that. I was going to say yeah. the game show episode, which everyone that was uh, going to participate yep. is still willing to do. So we're going to get that done as yep, well. I I I can't, with all the work I put into getting that all set up. I cannot believe I dropped this season. It's like I can't believe how it's like once it came, how just the world the rest of my world stopped because of how much I wanted to keep going, but we just discussed that for the past two and a half hours. So you all know my feelings well, on that. And part of it was, you know, you, you caught the HHN yeah. plague. It, it set yeah. itself into your, literally into your bones. Yeah. Almost. And, and yeah, it, it sidelined you for quite a long time. Yep. So yep, we will be back. Um, I've been talking with, with Karen. I've also been talking with some other folks that, uh, are not Matt because Matt's time is, is precious. <laughs> and we, I, I might actually, uh, continue the, the old time, oh. uh, uh, episodes that cool. we were doing for a while. Um, uh, I'll include Matt if he wants to. Sure. Okay. Um, but 
but we'll see how that goes. Yep. Cause, Sounds cause good it's, to me. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed those a lot, and we still have that question about which is Matt's favorite. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Uh, along with that, of course, instant reactions, which I literally, I literally expect any day now. In fact, mm-hmm. it, uh, it, it we, could we, be right behind you, this. Did you see on Twitter they already have the tents put up? Yep, or one of the yep. tents put up. Yep, like, I did see that today. They're, they're already building. I saw that today and went, "Oh my god, please do not fucking announce anything today. Let us get this recorded and out before right. we're we're really behind. If we're if right. we don't release this before the first house announcement, then we've really really fell behind, but I think we're okay. I'll have this out uh well, in our real time right now tomorrow, but you know, people listening yeah. will know what day that is." Yeah. Uh, uh oh, go ahead. No, uh, I was uh, the same as you were. Okay. <laughs> um, we, of course, there's our Patreon page, and uh, we did a special last year. I have a couple ideas for specials this year. I like putting exclusive content on there along with the other perks that we have. for. This is the Neos as Patreon uh, hmm. page. I should let people know. So it, it benefits the entire network. So there's a lot. There's actually constantly cons- uh, uh, exclusive content put on there. Quint and I are trying to put together some Halloween Horror Nights, Catacombs Halloween Horror Nights stuff on there as well, and I have some ideas. We'll talk about that off-air, but those will come. We'll we'll announce them as they come out. And who knows what else? Every year, there seems to be something, an opportunity that comes up that we weren't planning to talk about and do Mm -hmm. an episode on, and no doubt that's going to happen again this year. So we'll all find out together when that happens. Yep. So I think that's it. Three hours later, recording time. Jesus. That was Christ. Halloween 28. <laughs> uh um it was uh it was a thin slice of heaven yeah. like Dave Fox likes to say. Right, does. Um in this case I think it was a thin slice of hell uh, right. in the very best Good. way yes. but but uh but yeah I was just, I I listened uh and I will shamelessly, shamelessly plug the Grady's. Uh I've been listening to the Grady's a lot and that's why I came up with that in my head uh because uh the grady's has just been doing fantastic work so i will go say check them out. if you don't already listen to the grady's and you're a halloween horror nights fan and you're a fan of entertainers in the theme park industry i'm not gonna say why but it's probably a show you should check out absolutely we'll just leave it at uh, that yeah no uh check out the grady's check out their back episodes uh everything um Christy is doing a fantastic job with that show. Yep. Uh, Christy and Dave both. Um, I highly recommend. Yep. Me too. So, all right. I think that's finally it. So, last thing to say, thank you, of course, Quint, for this conversation this evening. Oh, it was fun. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you in that next episode. Thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a News As Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at newsas.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright, Universal Studios, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and follow our Twitter account at newsaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Newsaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash newsaz. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.